Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? I'm just hanging out in the hideout. Is that where we are? I think so. Maybe that's why we don't use our real names. Mm. Bobby and Chris. Uh, come on into the hideout. You do not have to use your own name. In fact, I would highly encourage that you don't. Um, if you'd like to join us this evening, uh, anytime, here are the phone numbers. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. Um, I am Hefe, that is Dubs, Tommy Bateman, our directors on top of the talk and roll controls. Chunks Corolla is um, our executive producer. He has booked us David Stern tonight. Has he? On the night of the NBA draft to make up for yesterday. He says David Stern, commissioner of the NBA, will be joining us at 10.30. Oh, really? That's what he said. Uh, Also, also (laughs) hey, whatever. I know he really wanted to make up for last night's debacle mm-hmm. as far as our quote-unquote draft expert. If he's able to pull that, then I get it. And that would be right around the time the first round ends. Oh, nice. By the way, Magic fans, we will let you know who uh, who the Magic selected, and we'll even break it down for you right when it happens. So uh, stay tuned for that. Also, uh, Matt Alberts here, screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. Uh, C-Lane, our unpaid producer, is pulling some audio that is very funny about a guy literally crying because his car is getting towed, and I so understand. Mm-hmm. I I've been there a few times where it's just like, come on, I was only here for five minutes. And, and then you have to pay 100 bucks, walk all the way there. Uh, in addition to that, J-Dubs, there's a lot going on on this Wednesday. Wednesday uh, here in the hideout tonight. Hump day. All right, the big thing, speaking of humps, my humps... I don't know if you know this. I, I am proud. Today I'm proud to be an American. Really? Because today it has come out. The American Association for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery reports buttock augmentation augmentations augmentations have increased 285 percent from 2002 to 2005. That means the ass is back. People are into the butt. And I think they, honestly, they say, now, boobs ruled the 70s, 80s, but now it's the year of the badonkadonk. Mm-hmm. The sweet onion. The glutamus maximus. I think it's actually just gluteus, but I like glutamus. And now let me ask you. I have constantly said that a woman is not a woman unless she has a nice round ass. Otherwise, she is a uh, a man in a dress. There's nothing more disgusting than hamstring straight to back. 
Well, I mean, the, the, the front side is very important as well. Not really. You, you don't mind if uh, a chick has a flat chest, if Not she has a, a big butt? Exactly. Exactly. See, I'm more of a boob man. Hmm. I enjoy the boobs. Okay, that's fine, but I'm just glad to say that it is now the new thing, amplifying the ass. Now, do you think uh, it's because there are more non-whites coming into the, this country saying, hey, uh, this is what we like, and uh, you, got, you white people and your non-ass-loving ways aren't going to uh, get in our way of uh, changing the... the uh, the butts of America. Now let me ask you, what do you think it has exactly? Is that what you? Is that your hypothesis, your theory? Yeah. Well, to... there's more people from other countries coming in uh, that are not white people who usually like the flat ass. What? And mm. I think that's the, the issue here. So for you, are you... I think Hold immigration is the is the reason why the big butts back in. All right. So you have just pulled the race card. Yes. <laughs> white people really aren't into the ass. However, you. Mm-hmm. And you're not either. No, I'm not a big uh, man into the, the caboose, as the kids are calling it now. Okay, what, did we all of a sudden transfer back to the 1940s? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize caboose was the hot new term. It is. Oops. Along with diaphragm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Somewhere the Soul Brother is crying, because he is proud and he is happy. A tear dropping from his eye. His sweet, sweet cheek. Ew. Which Apo- one? Apologies. Either. Whatever. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, why this is good news? Now, let me... You you blame it on immigration. Yes. Is there any other thing you think that maybe put this over the top other than immigration? I got, I got two words. All right, give them to me. Hippity hop. I believe that the hip hop generation has made the ass a nice thing. I would say reggaeton. No, please. It was around before reggaeton. Yeah, but that's what's pushing it over the top. 285%. Reggaeton has really come on in the last three years. I don't even know what reggaeton is, and I'm Latin. I'm not quite sure. But, I don't like your reggaeton. But I, like, So now, all of a sudden, the augmentations for the gluteus maximus are up 285%. So, so actually, people are getting butt implants. See, now, I had heard of this a while back. I've heard of the calf implants. But I thought it was crazy. Because really, all you need to do is squats and lose a little weight, and you'll get a better ass. Don't tell me that, because I know what you do to make it look like you have a better ass. You wear three pairs of shorts. Shh, this is our secret. And it's true. I'm not going to lie. Partly, I'm disappointed in myself that I don't have a nice derriere. No, you are an ironing board sideways. And in fact, uh, part of that, where I talked about hamstrings straight to back. Looks like someone slid a cookie sheet back there. It's hamstring to back hair. And that's what I got going on. And it is disappointing. So one of the things, yes, I started in high school mm-hmm. and has stayed with me ever since to make it look like I have a nice, supple buttocks, is I'll wear my tidy whities But Hold on. Let me say first. Okay. Tidy whities followed by gym shorts, followed by my regular either jeans or shorts that I wear. Is it necessary for a straight man to have a nice ass? Chicks, I, well, chicks dig it, dude. What are they going to do with it, though? Doesn't matter. It, it, they, they can't do anything with it. I mean, if you're a gay man, I can see wanting to uh, have a nice... Um... There's a reason behind why women will like a guy's butt. Mm-hmm. and uh, There's nothing wrong with what I'm going to say, but just maybe guide me a little bit. Okay. Guide me. <laughs> uh, it has to do with 
thrusting motions. All right, fair enough. That's okay, yeah, there. just uh, the muscles used back there. It's like a caveman thing. Now, you've even noticed, too. Now, this is going to all of a sudden sound a little, little mo. Mo. But guys that have bigger asses. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Tend to be better tacklers. <laughs> what do you mean? And better basketball players. So dudes with uh, nice round asses. You you look at play any sports better. You look <laughs> at any, I'm just saying. Look at any great middle linebacker, and he probably has a nice ass. What? There's no need <laughs> to isolate it? that. That is a statement of fact, I'm dude. Gonna cut. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that is not one yeah. worthy of wasting. <laughs> Xavier in the 321. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment about how you said the, that reggaeton is is the reason why yes. the butt came in. Yeah, well, I I agree with that because you you notice in hip hop they they used it, but it's only a couple of songs. But then if you if you go down somewhere like Puerto Rico or something mm-hmm. where reggaeton is big, and you see the music videos, they use it a lot, like the booty popping and all that. They do it in rap music too, but it, it really took a while. Man, you got all those songs, donkey butt. Remember all those tunes? Yeah, that was a while ago. They got all those hits out there, man. It started in the 90s, and it's only taken 10 years. Just like with every um, minority, like, culture, hip thing. So you're saying it's immigration. It's taken a little while. I'm not, I don't think it's immigration that's done it. I think so. But I think it's been more I think so. The, the, the culture hip, coming in. The hip-hop culture. Look, I'm like, oh, I'm Mexicans. We don't have nice asses. But you like them. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Latin chicks have nice asses. No. More than white chicks. Usually it's Puerto Rican girls. I'm yeah. not, not going to sit here and lie to you and say all Mexicans have great asses. No. Because no. I am obviously, I'm full blood and I got nothing. Well, you do have blood. That's one thing that your Thanks. ass does and have going on. And by the way, I, gone for two weeks, now all of a sudden it's back. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to have to go get the colonoscopy, especially hearing that my grandfather's having surgery. I gotta go get it done. Scott in the 321, what do you have? Hey, you guys love the show, but you talk about the chicks digging the ass thing. Yeah. Uh, too many times, been to the clubs, man, and especially country bars, all they want is that reach around effect, just like a, a gay dude or whatever. They want to be able what? to reach around and grab that supple roundage and pound it in. He's right. No, though. you can't say that. <laughs> what? He said, uh, he, he gave a, a description of what gay men do. <laughs> I don't think he will. Well, all right. Maybe. I got Turn right. off your mic real quick. Fine, fine. Hold on. Right, hold on. La, 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 la. I have to write this down now. I don't even know what he said. I know, but he... All right, you're right. All right, I guess that was dumpable. Mm-hmm. It's 10 after 7, yes? If I can't say what I said at 1040 last night... Well, you can't I'm say dump- that. You yeah. can barely say that on satellite, so I don't want to hear it. it right now. Don't uh, tap me. I have no dump left. <laughs> but in all honesty, I like a good salad. I right, right, so, What name do you want to go by? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm telling you though, dude. This is this is awesome. I'm very mm-hmm. actually excited. All right. Here's the question I want to ask you now. Because what is your favorite non-sexual part of a chick that you find like all right, attractive? Uh, besides the boobs, the butt. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would say the forehead. You have a, this hang-up about a forehead. A too big of a forehead makes you very unattractive and very tartish. <sighs> I don't... 
I just imagine, and also beady eyes. If you have beady eyes in a forehead, you're basically retarded. I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, having a little fetish party with you, but beyond that, I ain't doing anything. All right, the forehead I don't necessarily agree with. A too tall of a forehead will just kill it. As I think about it, widow's peak. Ugh. <laughs> what what is it about a widow's peak that because you think like somehow it's Eddie Munster down there or what? Yeah, it just really really turns me off. It I, makes you look greasy immediately. I hear more important than a forehead mm-hmm. is how far apart the eyes are. Yeah, if you got a Brandy or a Sam Cassell, it's it's not happening. The eyes, boy. The eyes. <laughs> look at the eyes. They're so far apart. All right. EJ from the U wants something, and I think he's pretty good at this. Okay. He would have called in with it, but he got his wisdom teeth pulled, so he can't call. He wants the dump log on hideoutheretics.net every night. I think we can do that. <laughs> Just a Why? moment you're already, Tommy. You're already writing it down once. Just I make know. a photocopy of it, and I'll put it up there. Here's what you ought to do. Just have the interns like have a you know a steady thread on hideoutheretics.net, and we'll post what time and what it was and who said it. You have to interact with them more. It's kind of a pain. <laughs> the interns? Yeah. Well, I understand that. Celine's talking a lot today. He's just G. Raj, or I think George, maybe. I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how he spelled it, but George in the 407. What do you got? Hey, dude. Uh, uh, I got a couple of things. Uh, the sexiest part, I'm Hispanic, but I love the belly. A flat, muscular, beautiful belly on a girl. But here's the thing. She cannot have a six-pack. He had another one, Dubs. Hold on. She can't have a six-pack because then it's too mannish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's gotta it can't be, be nice bodybuilder. There's got to be a little jelly, a, li- a little something. All right, what was the other one? No, I just uh, one more question about the draft tonight. Yeah. Hey, do you guys think that uh, the the Rockets are going to pick up Reddick? Because now you're going to have two guys with back problems if they do. Yeah, now that's the interesting thing about J.J. Reddick. They could use a shooter, um, you know, especially for double teams on Yao and mm-hmm. also with Tracy McGrady cutting. And they, they, Honestly, Reddick is a, probably a, a pretty good pick for him. But Tracy McGrady, those of you who know here in Orlando, the guy's always hurt. And now Reddick apparently has problems with his back and... He uh, likes to drink and drive. Oh. At least that's what the cops say in North Carolina. So you're getting uh, you, you have a, a project on your hands there. I will take a break. Come back. More of what you find attractive, other than nonsense. I mean, obviously we can all say the wrinkle. Of course. Oh, it is incredible. Oh, and I got so I got a really interesting email about a kid, 21 year old dude who wants our help. Uh, specifically about his man boobs. <laughs> and he wants to know if we can do something. Suicide. So, anyway, there's a lot we got going on. It's a Wednesday night in the hideout. Trunks, David Stern, commissioner of the NBA, calling in at 10.30? 10.30. And if not, if you screw us somehow, you get punished. And if you uh, bring our hopes up like this for 10.30, it's going to be even worse. you got to realize, now that you've promised David Stern at 10.30, and if it does not come through... The commissioner of the NBA does not call. It is going to be ten times worse than what it was. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, I completely misread the email. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's a 21-year-old chick. Oh. And she has man boobs? No, I guess they're crooked. 
I'm going to forward she, this. She has to come in. I'm going to get to take a look at this. Tommy, call her and see if you could um, book her to come in so we could take a look at her boobs and see what's wrong. Yeah. That's something we're going to need to handle here. I, right just, I always book all the porno guests, and Chunks is afraid to talk to them or something. Yeah. I Except understand. for Bunny, which is odd. Well, right. Um, here we are in hour one in the hideout, Wednesday night, Real Radio 104.1, 407 Early reviews in, Superman Returns, awful. Uh, I've heard one person say that it was not good. Horrid. I'm not going to judge until I go see it. You're not even going to see it. Oh, I will, because this one's my movie. Now, because we all go see Da Vinci Code. We all pick summer movies, and EJ from the U says it was a chick flick in disguise. He's totally pissed off, and well, wasn't all the other Superman basically that too? Black Bean actually agreed, and I trust Black Bean. Black Bean's a smart guy; he knows movies. He hated History of Violence. Yeah, he did. It was okay. It wasn't great. I didn't watch it just on his uh, recommendation. Then on the other hand, you have Link, a heretic, who says it's great. See. It rocks. Go see it. I'm going to be with the EJ crew. I'm going with Link. All righty. You do that. Uh, are we still going with the uh, butt thing? Sure. Butts being the uh, the new big thing, yeah. all over doubled in uh, popularity over the last three years? Yeah, as far as like butt augmentations and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you, yeah, sure. Steve in the 407, what do you got, Steve? Yeah, you're talking about the butts, man. J-Lo. J-Lo brought the butts back. I think J-Lo was part of it. Yeah, but, uh, I mean... I just you, I think it was it's honestly more hip-hop culture more than anything else. Maybe she brought back the ass of an acting job, but... Have you ever noticed how, like, white women try to do the thing of almost trying to make themselves Latin with the dark tanning, the injection of, uh, like, collagen in the lips... Now, like, the bigger boobs and the bigger asses, just trying to be ethnic. I mean, I'm not, I know... It's the hot thing right now. And it's gone on for the past few years, but now you see that this has completely exploded. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's what's going on. Because I just find it incredibly odd that, like, women are always tanning. Just constantly tanning, just to have darker skin. Yet in our society, darker skin is frowned upon. Yeah, you can't me, get a, you can't uh, get a job. My mom is a walking contradiction of herself. She talks a big game and then sits in a in a uh, tanning booth all day. The gay Bobby Hill in the two one five. What do you got? Hey guys, well, uh, not so gay, but uh, you know, you're talking about people loving the butt and stuff, and I, I'm partial to a specialty body part. And it's kind of like the one eye jack or the suicide king in a in a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. The girl that doesn't have a taint. <laughs> All right, it's 7.23. Did you get that? Yeah. Thank you. Boy, you guys. All right, that's two dumps, Tommy. Write that one down. He's on the phone right now. He doesn't know what's going on. Oh, my goodness. But I do agree. All right, well, you can agree all you want, but no one in here got to hear it. You and I and the people on hold got to hear it, and that's it. That's, by the way, why I always recommend you just call and listen on hold. What are you guys saying about me? Because all the really good stuff gets dumped out of. Yeah, another dumped right down. No, I didn't. Yes. No, put that in the log. No. <laughs> um, all right, Dubs. Now, apparently scientists are taking a new look at obesity. Okay. And is this the top ten things that make us fat? Yes. Uh, a recent uh, study, these are the top ten things that uh, now, this have made America now, fat. This isn't a David Letterman like bit no, or skit no, or anything. Are, this is actually put together by scientists. 
So scientists have discovered what it is that makes us mm -hmm. large. The ten uh, biggest things. All right. Ten is fantastic. A sort of mating. Yeah. Essentially, fat people procreating with other people of the same body type, eventually skewing the population toward the heavy end. Now, normally I'd laugh at this. But it's true. You see fat people breeding with fat people all the time. You go into any fast food restaurant right now, mm -hmm. you'll see a very large couple, probably in shorts that are too short, sitting on one side of the booth in the fast food restaurant with the table pushed against the other side mm -hmm. because they can't sit on opposite ends because their bellies won't fit. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting uh, watching... I, 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 I want people to be able to be happy. No, and, uh, not if it means that. But I think there's a better way. I mean, get a toy for yourself until you lose some weight, and then you can start, you know, breeding. All right, people are saying, you know, it's not just one couple that you always find. And I guess there's something good about that where you find love. And you know you're not going to have a bigger girl, mm -hmm. most times the little guy, or vice versa. It's usually just a very large couple who really like to eat and really like to do it. Um, number nine, as far as the scientists' fat top ten, is Darwinian natural selection. I guess. And that fat people have the ability to out-survive skinny people. Which I'd... makes sense in a, in a uh, kind of roundabout way. Not overly fat people, but uh, people with extra weight on them do end up living longer. Right, let me ask you, let's say it's lost. Mm -hmm. Does that mean if they weren't able to find any food that Hurley would yeah. live longer than the little mm -hmm. ugly girl that you guys are all in love with? Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. Yes. Just because he has more to live, like his body can... He can live off himself for a while, longer. I'm not, I'm as not long sure as, how as, long. But... As long as he had water? Is that yeah. what it means? Exactly. Right, so, so there is an advantage to being fat. Definitely. I remember hearing that in science class. Soon. All right, what about this? What about if zombies come along? I think fat people go first. That is they true because they can't outrun them. Well, and uh, I, you know, when you are when you're shopping for you know a turkey or something, do you go with the one with no meat or the big fat one? I think a zombie's going to see a fat guy and go, "Hey, that's more." All right, number eight is genetic influences. Number seven, older birth moms. Apparently, that correlates with having heavier children. Really? So the older uh, you are when you're having your kid, the more chance that kid is to uh, be fat. And maybe because older people having kids have more money, so they're able to uh, buy more crap stuff for them. Yeah. And uh, when, you're, uh, when you have them young, you have to feed them ramen noodles. All right, this one's racist. What? Number six. I'll tell you about that next. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. All right, people are already poo-pooing the idea of David Lee Roth as a guest. Yeah? I would love it. Are you kidding to ask about that? Just learn? It would be interesting, because uh, that's the like, shortest-lived uh, radio career I've seen in a while. It's not like he's going to be hosting the show. We're going to mm -hmm. grill him about what went wrong in radio. Oh, please. I'd let him host the segment. No. Just to hear it. No. I, 
I didn't really get to hear it at all. I, yeah, it was awful. Where, where'd you hear? Did you hear it on the on the uh, podcast they had going or what? Yeah, because they had uh, one of the Ultimate Fighters on, and I listened to it, and I wanted to stab him and what stab my like? ears. Hey, Randy Couture. Uh, hey, tell me about the Ultimate Fighting Championship. He sounded like really effeminate sounding, and it was that's David Lee Roth. It'd be great. I wanted to hear more Al Dukes, but <laughs> they didn't have him on the air. And you would just be able to hear uh, Drew Garabo's talking points, essentially, <laughs> for how to fail at morning radio. Hey, I'm smart. Hey, I know everything. Four oh seven nine one six. I don't hey, know. If I, that, I'm a chubby chaser. I don't know if that's Apparently. Roth or uh, what. Um, Hooch is great. Speaking of chubby, ugh. the Soul Brothers here. What's up, Soul Brother? SBK Boombay. No, I, I, it's Soul Brother Larry. Oh, that's right, Soul Brother Larry. Does that mean we're going to get a shoot or no? Because whenever it's Soul Brother Larry, the truth starts spewing. Soul Brother Kevin runs like a coward. Yeah, man, I just came up here to pick up some drugs from uh, J-Dub, and now I'm on that. I didn't see the baggie that you're flaunting about there. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't hear, I don't hear it either. Looks like catnip. <laughs> he gave you catnip. That's what he gave you. That's, Tommy too. That's Dubs' side hustle. I'm, I'm getting screwed on both ends here. I'm sure you saw this, soul brother, right? That the the asses are in. That's what I tried to tell you. And I know uh, that the soul brother will have a complete breakdown special, Soul Brother 360, on this Saturday night in SBK Live. It's dedicated to the booty. This show, uh, this Saturday night, will uh, that the American Society for uh, Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Butt augmentation increased 285%, my friend. Okay, I am a booty man, but I don't respect fake booty. Well, I mean, I, it's booty nonetheless. I mean, you have to respect that someone cares about the booty that much to uh, actually go out and get it if they have no uh, option of getting it. How would you do a booty implant? And, like, now is there scars? I'm sure underneath the cheek. I, that's a good thing you got to wonder. Like, Just how, like the boob? Where are you going to put it? Because a lot of girls who want that are likely to wear... Like shorts or whenever or pants, whenever they sit down, you mm-hmm. see a little bit of you know mm-hmm. the top side. But they they do they they can do all this like a one uh, inch incision now. That's it's, it. Yeah, it's very very uh, clean now. I, I think if I was dating a woman and I found out she had a fake ass, I, I'd be out. Really? Because yeah, that's deceptive. Deceptive, or I mean, I could see if like she was stuffing. You know, putting stuff behind there and not really having an ass at all. But if she went out, paid the money, and did the work to get it. And what do you really care though? Because you're there. You it, you. It's more about visual. how it looks. Yeah. If I know looks sometimes good. there's something about feel, but a lot of times it's just how it looks in jeans. Mm, nah, it's how it feels on my stomach. <laughs> all right. I can understand maybe where you're coming from, Soul Brother, but, you know. Can I give you my booty theory real quick? Sure. Uh, I would like, and I, then we'll get back to this list about top ten uh, fat people. I heard y'all talking about how, like, the white women embracing the booty now, and they, they, they're mm. getting a tan, and they're trying to look Hispanic. They're trying to look ethnic. Okay, this is going to tie in everything y'all talked about tonight. Uh, as a society, we're getting bigger, right? The fast food. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened was these white women... They eating all this bad food, and they started developing these big asses. Right now, the brothers, and, and you know, black and brown, we'll take that all day. Mm-hmm. The white dudes had to start embracing that booty because they was gonna lose all their women. They were gonna. That is true because you got to think about it as a woman. Let's say you're full figured, and you got you Don't know. Don't be racist. No, figured. Okay. I said figured, and <laughs> you got you know you got someone giving you hell over the fact that you're a little thick. Right. Or you got another guy who's not only not going to give you hell, 
but going to try to feed you to add to the oh. thickness a little bit more. You're going to naturally run to most, the, you know, the one who's uh, supportive of you. I'm all about it. Um, like my girlfriend, you know, I'm sure she's going to hate me, but uh, white girl, but she has a thicker lower half. And mm. she grew up with this complex, you know, because she grew up, you know, in the white man's world of, you know, it Rich? being a problem. <laughs> that too. But, you know, that was part of the thing of, you know, and good credit standing, your, your lower half. And I'm like, I got to tell you, I love it. To me, this is yeah. this is what you want. This is you know paying mortgage on time. I don't know what world you're talking about. Okay, notice you were none of those. I know. Black I'm, the, man. I'm, I'm the most non-white guy you know. <laughs> credit score of uh, in the 300s. Hey, it's going up. All right, congratulations. Got my second credit card. You're in the 420s now. <laughs> oh Jesus. So now I completely agree with you, soul yeah. brother. On that's where it is. It's just if a woman got a small booty, I really can't trust her. You know one thing, she can't cook. No. Why not? I guarantee you, if we could do some sort of a study... I'm and sure we, she can boil some broccoli. <laughs> and we had sizes of asses, and we just told them, create a meal. Mm-hmm. The meal would be better in correlation with the ratio of the uh, hip-ass-like size. Oh, yeah. And how it went. I, I mean, think about it. Does your chick... I've never really looked at your chick's ass. How it, is it? It's good. She, she does have that same complex of it's too big type thing. And that's crazy, man. I don't even understand. Like, in my world, I'd be like, I'd be feeding her. I'd be like, more. Have yeah. more. You got to do more. I need a booty big enough to have a conversation with. <laughs> or it just sits there. Yeah. And you're... And you're talking, but you're not really, you know, it's like this whole nother level you're going. Yeah. Or you can you can rest your coffee on kind of a shelf. Booty love. I like the idea of it being a shelf. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever she's lying on her stomach... And you see where, you know, it's the small of her back, and then, ooh. Oh, yeah. Up, and then kind uh, of back down again. Yeah. Right. Uh, Clyde in the 407, what do you got? Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Good. Hey, look, that is just too mo. you guys talking about your own asses. I mean, that's, that, that, is, that is weird. But, I know, uh, just, <laughs> I, I'll agree with that. I got a little odd. But... Yeah, it did, get, it did get a little odd. But the thing is, I saw one of those shows like, Doctor nine oh one oh two oh or something. Right. Nine oh two one oh yes. They right. Did one of those a show implants. Yeah. And and the women said it is the most painful thing they've ever had for like two or <laughs> now, three weeks afterwards. Now it what, what, was it the operation or the product of uh, the, you know what the guys wanted to do after they got it? No, I think that's the fact they have to separate the muscles to put that oh. implant in there. And I, I did not you don't know have that. A lot to sit on, you know. You yeah, I mean, you, you lay down all you, the time. You're laying on your stomach. Or walking all the time. Walking can't be that good either. All right, that's a very interesting point. And you even think about it too, like those of you know us who work out. Mm. And let's say you, it's a leg day, and you work out. You know, do a lot of squats. Mm. When you try to stand up, and you try to sit around, your ass it, it is incredibly painful. So I couldn't imagine going in there cutting muscle and all that kind of stuff. It seems nonsensical. Dubs, didn't you have this operation? I'm pretty sure you did. What? But took a lot of jabbings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. <laughs> oh, that would sound. Okay, I understand. Wouldn't you be embarrassed to tell everybody your woman just had a booty job? <laughs> All right, now I would. I would find that to be no, maybe uh, not, no, something to brag about. No, hey, hold last on. Last night we had a. Uh, now let me ask you, what is more acceptable in society? Like you can go around, and you could say it, and people wouldn't like it. You're crazy. Facelift, boob job, 
or the booty job? Boob job is like the most acceptable right now. Yeah, uh, a fake boobs aren't even special anymore. Now um, girls with small breasts stand have, out. Have you even noticed the transition back toward natural? There's like all of a sudden this whole anti-fake thing going yeah, on. Yeah, oh yeah. But um, I don't even care. You're right, though. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't no. go say... I just say she ate a little bit more. I wouldn't say she got a you know a butt job as far as implants go. There's no possible way I'd do that. Well, well she, she got a butt job, and then there's gonna be swelling. Oh, at the very least. Then you gotta think, what is she gonna wear? She gonna walk around in sweats? But I like sweats. Yeah, sweats actually. You know, it, it, it looks like she's ready. Then I wonder what happens when she runs. Hmm. And then I wonder, and I'm not trying to be like a shock jock, but. The first time, let's say you have implants, and mm-hmm. then you have to sit down on the toilet, mm. and just how odd that is. Well, no, it, it's like you're walking around with a, a nonstop cushion. Or one of those pillows. Yeah, one of those uh, hemorrhoidal pillows. Look, now I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking, I don't know if this is the way you need to go in our society. Well, you take her to the club one night, and y'all standing there dancing, and then one of her uh, booty cheeks explode. Or falls into the back of her thigh. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, just like in football, remember in football when your pads would always get yeah. displaced? They'd always roll to the side and everything, you're pushing them over. She's just pulling her butt back up to where it's supposed to be. Oh, Jesus. All right, we'll take a break, come back. I want to finish this off, the new look at obesity. It's a hideout. So, brother, probably leaving, but it was good for him to hang out for a second. Yeah, you know, I got, I got, I'm on a booty quest. All right, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. SBK! Boom, bye. Wrapping up hour one, Wednesday night. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs with you. All right, the new look at obesity. Scientists list fat top ten. Uh, ten is sort of mating. Nine, Darwinian natural selection. Eight, genetic influences. Seven, older birth moms. This is one that I actually thought was racist. Number six, population changes. They say with more middle-aged people... And Latinos, who happen to be of a higher obesity rates, they're the people who end up bringing up the fat curve. And while it's understandable, and I know, okay, yeah, we tend to be a little thicker. And as you get middle-aged, you tend to uh, have a little bit of a spare tire. I, what? Yeah, at, 20, at the ripe old age of 21 years old. Wait, 21? Oh, that's right. Even though you look like you're 60. I'm fit. (laughs) Yes, I am, to a certain degree. Fit in that shirt, barely. Number five, (laughs) medicines. Number four, dubs. Fewer people are smoking. See? I told you, you truth bastards. You little truth kids. There is an upside to smoking, and you're turning this whole whole country obese. Because you won't allow people to smoke without getting uh, harassed on MTV. Your stupid body bags on the street. Number three, Sons of bitches. nicer temperatures. Now, this is one that I actually find pretty interesting. They say air conditioning. Um, because a lot of times, you know, if you're sitting where it's hot, mm-hmm. you're going to sweat. Or if it's cold, you're going to shiver and you're going to burn more calories. But that that happy medium right there. But all of us in our now 72-degree lifestyle... Because I'll tell you, man, if I begin to sweat, the air conditioning goes on full blast. I hate to sweat, yet that's probably the best thing for me. That's probably what I need to do most. And I've also read, too, where if, you, if you're if you hot, you eat less. I can see that. 
So I just need to constantly be walking around with like one of those trash bags. Did you guys ever have that when you were in athletics? Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, we had these things. They were, they were called uh, what were they? plastics, where you could buy them from anywhere, and they were just a big like uh, like rubber type nylon suit. Worked out well for Martin Lawrence. He was in shape for Black Knight, so it worked out. Right when he almost died because Emmett Smith was uh, marrying his ex girlfriend or whatever. Oh, that's I what, know that. That's what drove him over the edge. Really? I'm so happy with Emmett. <laughs> I'm going to go running then with one, in L.A. in the middle of the summer with one of these trash bags on. I'm going to show you. I'm going to put out Black Knight. Sure, he may be the rushing leader, but look at me. I've got Blue Streak. It's funny. If he died on a corner, they would just think it's the trash and just throw him away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number two in Doctrine dis- Disruptors. What's that? I don't know. We're stupid. We're in the hideout. What do you want? Substances in some foods that could alter fat and body. So just like uh, just like uh, genetically altered food, like with the uh, the st- uh, steroids they're putting in all the animals and everything. Yeah, because you know the majority of the things that go into our body are just not good for you. Oh yeah, Every, all these uh, all these different animals are pumped with so many hormones. I'm right, gonna stop and think about what I ate today. Okay. And let's see how much of this is something the human body needs. This morning it was toast. All right, bread, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But not just bread. Um, the weird non-fat butter that isn't even butter. It's like kind of yogurt. Yeah. And jelly. Then there was... Well, I, you, you go through all that trouble with the butter, and then you put jelly on it. Then there was... I know, right? No, it tastes better that way, though. No, it's it so really good. does. That's one of my favorite. That's my new breakfast right now. For some bite. reason, toast and jelly is my new breakfast. Then for lunch, it's a beef patty. It's a burger, essentially, homemade, Mm -hmm. with a salad. Okay, the salad isn't so bad, but to make the salad palatable, i got to have a lot of ranch dressing. Yeah, which just completely ruins it, uh, health-wise. Then I go to Arby's on 1792, which, by the way, I apologize now, they're the worst one. Mm -hmm. Every time I go there, they screw up my order. I wanted a roast turkey sandwich. What'd you get? I don't know. Apples. It was apples and mayonnaise and something else, and I have no idea. And it stunk to high hell. I had no clue what it was. I threw it out. I tried to get chunks to eat it, and I just ate the bread. He wouldn't and eat le- it either. The bread and the lettuce. No, it was so bad. Chunks wasn't wouldn't eat it. Wow. That's and like a- when you ever when you throw something at the dog and it just sniffs it and walks away. I just, my diet today wasn't so bad. Now that I think about it. Now Me? Matt Albert went shopping last night. What did you buy, Matt? I. Had- uh, four fudge Pop-Tarts today. <laughs> That's all I had. I had uh, a banquet Swedish meatball meal. I did. That's it. I see Matt with his four, uh, <laughs> with his four pop fudge Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and he's like, I got the wrong ones. I thought there was cream in the middle. Oh, yeah, I was talking to him last night. What, one of the s'mores ones? No, it's, it's, uh, vanilla icing in the middle. Oh, one. Oh, uh, don't forget about Matt does this, too, because Matt and I are roommates. Matt will go and buy ten pizzas. And that, it's ten pizzas, and I'm not kidding you, about 30 ramen noodles. And I just see him walking in from Super Walmart, and that's what, what he's got. What kind of pizzas do you get? Do you get the Totino's ones or whatever there? Yeah, 99 cents, yep. baby. I love those. <laughs> 
The yeah. Mexican one's the best. And beef ramen noodles. And, right? and do you see how, like, as far as our society goes, it's no wonder that the poorer people are the fattest? Oh, definitely. Because this tub of lard... He can only li- afford that. He's living off of Pop-Tarts ramen and 99-cent pizzas. Ramen noodles stocked full of sodium. Just holding water. Like a woman on his on her period. That's Matt. I won't get goiters, so <laughs> I got that going for me. What do you mean? You got a big goiter with your belly. Essentially, that's what you have. Yeah. I was signing him last night, and he was carrying his, his stuff in, and he's like, Ah, oh, I got the wrong Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Damn it. I know. So instead of taking it back, I'm going to go and eat four. <laughs> Make best of what you got. That's all you got to do. By the way, Matt Albert, you are part of number one. Inadequate sleep, they say, is the top thing that's keeping us from losing weight. I got two hours last night. Jealous. They say that uh, many studies tie in sleep deprivation to weight gain. Which makes sense. Because Have you ever noticed, too, like whenever you get a really good night's sleep, like maybe even nine, ten hours, that on those days that you're afforded, you wake up and you, kinda, you look slimmer. You look slimmer. You uh, have more energy. Where you are burning more calories that day. You feel svelte. Now, uh, when we were getting our, the, the least amount of sleep that we ever had in radio when we were working back in Lansing, that's when we were getting the fattest as well. I got up to like 260. Because here's the thing. When you're not sleeping or you got a job where you're not sleeping. You're eating. You're eating to stay awake. Yeah. And you know, obviously radio is the worst for that. But any security guard that has to work, any... You know, third shifter, any skank shifter mm-hmm. that's working the overnights, working that third shift, you know that is when you're putting on weight because you're not sleeping and you're eating just to keep yourself awake. You're just like, I used to do that, man. When I was working overnights and I was working like midnight to six, I would plan my nights to stay awake around my meals. Do you remember uh, Quasi, the overnight guy for uh, for The Edge? He would uh, he would come in on the weekend overnights and uh, he would have... A different meal from like every other uh, fast food restaurant around, and just cover the place in fast food during his shift. Yeah, he was the fattest bastard ever. We'd walk in, there were there was Burger King, there was pizza, there was entire two liters liters of Mountain Dew just gone. Mm -hmm. There's something great about it though, dude. You stop and you think about how good food tastes, (laughs) and just how wrong it is for you. And it's like we're living longer. What's the problem? Yeah, so even, what if, it, even it out. So you know? what if we're getting diabetes at the age of 30 now? Doesn't matter. Could you imagine how awful diabetes would be for someone like me or Matt? Oh, yeah. And just, you know, you those Pop-Tarts, stuff out. you can't ever have that again. Never. Unless you wanted to go into shock, <laughs> you know? But then you're thinking, I'm sure there are some times when diabetics are just like, you know, it might be worth it. A nice, sure. A nice diabetic... Can't drink anymore. I don't need my toes. They got needles now to counteract that stuff, man. Diabetes can eat whatever they want. It's just a play. You know, it's just a show to get. You got to think though. Someone does like have that idea. Can you do that? Where you can sit there and you can pick out like maybe you go up to Marble Slab, get yourself a nice uh, three cone or uh, three scoop cone, right? And then just as soon as you're done with it, just pop the insulin into your belly and even it all out. I'm sure you could. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Jeff in the 407, what do you got? Hello? Go. Yeah. No, I used to weigh uh, 550 pounds. Bragger. I still sound stapled. like it. Go ahead. No. You got your stomach stapled? Yeah. 
Well, you want to know what I do for a living? I'm a cook. <laughs> I, I think you've called before, actually. I think I remember here. Cause uh, I, now, how much do you weigh now? You were 500. Now what? Now I'm about 245. Wow. Uh, yeah, that stuff actually I works. Had, I had it stapled, what, uh, 13 years ago. Now, 13 wow. years? I didn't know they were doing it that long ago. Oh, they've been doing it. Well, let's see. My mom and my uncle had it done. Uh, the intestinal bypass about 35 years ago. Wow, I didn't know it, it, it fell back that far. Now for someone, oh, yeah. Like for someone like me who's 5'8", 220, mm -hmm. could I get that done Yeah. to drop 80 pounds? Would the doctor allow it, or do you have, uh, to, you have be, to go to the right doctor? Or do you have to be severely obese? Yeah, you're going to have to go to, like, a Dr. Nick to do it your way. Because <laughs> usually you got to be, like, from The Simpsons, because usually you got to be... Severely overweight in order for them to do it, like a hundred, at least a hundred pounds overweight. Now, can you be too fat to have it done? Let me ask you: Could I put on forty pounds to get it done? It might be smart. That would be fun. You know, I always see, you know, you see actors like for Syriana, George Clooney had to put on forty pounds. Yeah, for a role. Hey, your role is to uh, get a surgery. That's that, the role you're preparing for. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start saying now. I got a movie coming up. My dad starts giving me crap about my weight. Mm -hmm. I got a, I got a role I'm gonna be in. John in the 386. What do you got? Hello. Go. Hey, you guys are great. First Thank off. you. Thank you. Uh, just, just want to let you know I've been diabetic since I was 12 on insulin. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's, they've changed their way of thinking about it over the years. But pretty much, you can eat what you want if you account for it in your diet or take more medicine to cover it. All it does is, just like everybody else, it makes you fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can, though, as a diabetic, you're not even limited anymore. Wow. My mom has diabetes, and you wouldn't know it the way she eats. <laughs> really? A lot, a lot of pastas, a lot of rice, <laughs> a lot of uh, sweets, a lot of sodas. What? Really? And a lot of uh, liquor. That's yeah, that, that's like the exact opposite of what a diabetic is supposed to be. Oh, and tattoos. Let's not forget <laughs> yeah, about that. She's entering those into her body. And that's my mother. Any wonder why I'm so screwed up? It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. Starting hour two in the Hideout. Dubs. Yeah. You're an idea man. Am I? Someone has ripped you off. Ooh. And <laughs> I do want to talk about that at some point. I'm used to it. Everybody's out there ripping me off. You're an innovator. I am. Um, Ashley Simpson says no to Playboy. They actually offered her. Four million dollars? Makes sense. They would get uh, enough publicity out of that to make it worth it. Even if that uh, that issue didn't make that much. I mean, they're getting publicity now. When was the last time you bought a Playboy? Ooh. I, I don't think I've ever actually purchased one. I have, I did once for an article that I never ended up reading. Um, my mom's boyfriend used to get them delivered, and I would steal them. Right. But other than that, I've never uh, bought one. i got to say, I'm probably even more of a penthouse guy. Yeah, or Just swank. <laughs> you know, something really dirty. Right. Just mainly because we talk more to chicks from penthouse that yeah. i've kind of become like the marketing somehow on our show has just worked on me but i'd have to say i'm probably more of a penthouse guy than but I, club I, he she you know stuff like that stuff with more pizzazz just stuff with more parts yeah one person more parts it's whatever not, it's not gay man not at all because you know lactates mm-hmm 
Not really, but... Somebody in Chuck's family got him a subscription to Playboy, so it's always sitting around the house. And I looked at the Vita Guerrera one, and mm-hmm. the, I was more impressed with the uh, the an interview, the 20 questions they did with the UFC president in it than I was actually the photo shoot. And you know, the, the big stars they have in there are never as good as the actual girls that do the layouts and everything. Now, Vicious Smith sent me an email, half at WTKS.com. No, mm-hmm. he didn't send anyone an email, did he? And he actually, he sent it to all of us. About 18 of them. And he said, this chick, what happened to her? She was hot. And it's a picture of Brittany. And you look at how tiny she was, at how she was literally... At one... I mean, I always said, I I probably assumed that she was going to be in Playboy at some point. Yeah. But now it is almost guaranteed, it is more of a matter of when than if. Because she's going to need to do it to make extra money to support Popo Zowboy. K-Fed. Mm-hmm. And I've got to think, will it happen before 2010, her and Playboy? Yeah, and she, I, I definitely think so. And she'll run the whole, it was an artistic thing. It was very tasteful. Is she going to be one of those that does it, but you barely even see Nip? Yeah, you just see like her it, it, it peeking through her fingers. You know, She'll be covering them with her hands. Like a Janet Jackson uh, mm-hmm. cover of a CD or something? Exactly. Because she already fell to the point where she was uh, making out with another girl on stage. Now let me ask you though: Is that even a body you want to see with stretch marks like that? No, I mean it, it would be it would be so airbrushed by the time it got to the actual paper, you wouldn't be able to see the stretch marks. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm not a real big Playboy guy because it's just it looks so... like a painting. Yeah, right. It's like going and you know looking one to uh, to some you know Da old... Vinci, mm-hmm. something like that, like walking through the Louvre, and that isn't fun. Yeah, like uh, looking at David and just, uh... Right, why for you would it be David? I don't know. And why are you going to pick... It's nude. Well, yeah, but still, it's David, dude. Hey, material's material. I'm not going to no, do it, uh, no. pick and choose. It's wrong. I mean, I'm Sometimes not going to judge you, but whatever. You're in a pinch. Sometimes Stop. you need it. Why don't you just come right out now and just say, hey. I'd rather wait. Is that going to be for uh, fall sweeps? Yeah. I'm just leading up to it. Planting the seed. And now a very special hideout. It's been a long road. I'd be making love to a man. (laughs) J-Dubs. In the announcement, we all knew. Not like me. If I'm going gay, I'm going all the way. It's not really that gay. I make him wear lipstick. Dubs tells all. I am a gay American. My man has to have a manicure. Listen to him laugh. I'm catching. Dubs shares his feelings with you. I enjoy the company of a black man. Breaking all barriers. It's the hideout. You're creepy. What? You and your David doing that. All right, let me try to hetero this back up. Let me get this. Uh, Shoot. I'll give him a hideout Hummer. This. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to dump that one. Get, there's a cut for you to get rid of. Oops. Write that down. That's three dumps now in the first 70 minutes of the show. You I didn't dump heard, that. I only heard two. You didn't dump that. Oh. Oops. Hit yours, too. Eh, whatever, it's not right. that bad. It's fine. It's more than being safe. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I like that car as much as the next guy. 
Um, I wish Dubs would give me one. Shut up. A car? <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> All right, fine. Hey, if you the ask. car. The car, whatever. Yeah, Russ has one. I want one, too. Uh, if you're a good boy. Maybe uh, Santa will leave you something under the tree. All right, so Brittany's one we can all agree on is going to be in. Playboy. Mm-hmm. How about... Hasn't Jamie Presley already been in Playboy? Has she? Several times. Yeah, oh. that's what I thought. Yeah, she doesn't seem like a girl who wouldn't... No, she, she'd have no problem. How about Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore, the good girl? Yeah, I could see her doing it. Not in next uh, before 2010, but after that. One like uh, who was uh, who was that uh, old uh, pop star who Tiffany or yeah. Debbie Gibson? Matt and I were just talking about. That. All right, here I here to me is a race to be nude. Mm-hmm. These girls will be fighting for it, probably within the year. Jennifer Love Hewitt or Tara Reid? Who will be there first? Tara Reid. Tara, Tara Reid. Jennifer Love Hewitt wants the 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 fame, but she doesn't want it that bad. She still does have an image, but Tara Reid has already trashed it. What happened to her? Not that she was ever anything super. I thought she. I thought she was very hot. She had something about those eyes. Which one? Tara Reid. Ugh. I thought she was. I hated her. I've always hated her since the moment well, I saw her. Lucky you. I wanted to break her arms and punch her in the face and watch her not be able to block them. I, that doesn't mean you can't have the hots for. Her. Ugh. I love hideous. I let me ask you. Hate her. What is it, though, that whenever you look at somebody, you can automatically say, I don't like you? There's something about you. I'm. What I, is I, it? I think definitely people give off vibes no matter what. There's a there's something that in the look that they give everybody that you can tell what kind of person they are immediately. I, I think it can be you know misconstrued at times, but for the most part, you know what type of person someone is right when you see them. I hate her. Off of, like, like... How long would you have to be around someone to physically want to hurt them? Like, to, to the point where you would oh, punch I, them? I've been to that point in 30 seconds. Really? Do you remember a man called Donkey Lips? <laughs> All right, this is an old intern of ours who was maybe the dumbest man on earth, who, by the way, is now going to be a cop. <laughs> he couldn't even get water correctly, and now he's going to protect and serve? I think he'd be like, just like that one on Boys in the Hood. Self-hating. <laughs> But it's not even... Oh, jeez, that's one of the more disturbing <laughs> scenes. We're just sitting there throwing the N-word at yeah. Cobra Gooding Jr. as the black cop. Oh, boy. Wasn't that the guy... Wasn't that the dad from 227? No. No, no. I no. don't think it was. How? Yeah, how <laughs> couldn't... How couldn't have done that? How can't hate? Uh, 227. Why does that? Why does that? For some reason, that show comes up on this show constantly. Let's let's switch it over to something a little bit more uh, mainstream, like Amen. Yeah, Amen. Same night. No place like home with your family. No, wait, no, that's two two seven. Yeah, that is two two seven. Oh yeah, Amen. It's more of an instrumental. Frida was hot. Frida. No, that was a that was a daughter of uh, the Jefferson guy. In what? Amen. Amen. Amen, it's Amen. Amen. It's not, Amen. It's not Amen, it's Amen. It's Amen. I just remember she wanted Ruben to, to marry her. No, actually, I Ruben! Haven't. Ruben, I want to get some! And he would never give it up because he's a like, preacher or whatever. I like the saucy old black guy. I like oh. the two fat sisters. <laughs> hey, do you think there are actually neighborhoods like that where the old lady's just standing like in her outside her window just watching everybody's business oh yeah, yeah. commenting old, on it old white lady lives upstairs for me and chunks yeah. is that re- the one that's begging you to take out her trash yeah stupid bitch so that actually happens 
So does that mean stoop. right? So does that mean you or Chunks or Jack A? Which one of you two? Chunks is Jack A. No. Falling apart in front of your eyes. Mary. <laughs> I don't even know if people will remember that show. Oh they yeah. They should. How can't you? She did damage her career by doing what was a sister sister. Oh yeah. With and uh, she... Venus Flytrap as the uh, other dad. Oh, you're right, from WKRP. That's a show that I always felt like I should like because I like radio, but I could never truly get into it. It sucked. It just seemed a little too... Uh, Forced. Yeah. And, uh, a bit hackish. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Has there ever been a television show that really nailed what it was like... To be that type of person? Right. Because here I am. Well, I there's know- Rock Me Baby, where the shock jock had a baby... And had to kind of uh, balance his life around that. Do you know how many times they've tried the Chuck Jock television show? Really? Oh, remember there was the one where it was a chick. I think it was Kara Sidgwick, who's now on The Closer, but she was a female Chuck Jock. And she had to balance home life and being on the radio. There is no balance. You just go home and play video games. That's That's the life of a Chuck Jock. That's what it is. Chuck Jock. I got to love you don't have, There's no kind of inner struggle of a shock jock. Shock jock. I can play an all pro now. I don't know if I can live my life. But see, like, for instance, and I'd love to know, like, talk to ER doctors. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm way into ER right now. I really like the show House. But ER, I assume it's got to be pretty dead on as far as what it would be like to work at a county hospital in a legit city. Well, I I, I mean, uh, CSI, they always say that's completely not what it's like. And so, well, and everybody takes it as, hey, well, I saw it on CSI. This must, uh, you know, they must be able to get DNA evidence out of everything. Oh, what about if you're a lawyer? Does law and order work? The, I've the, heard no. Is the practice more like what it's like to be like a Tom Luker or somebody? I never got into the practice. I would, I would I like to. It. I loved it, especially early on. It was great. Is still on? I think the... Who was the black guy that was on the practice? He was an incredible actor. I really thought he would have done a lot more. He hasn't been in... I'm going to look him up on IMDb. All right. All right. 407-916-1041, For those of you who have a job and that job is portrayed on television, is it or is it not what it is like? I mean, I know in some sense it's television. Yeah, but I mean, it, they, they are going come... to uh, you know, throw in some fiction in there. But does it at least come close if it's like an ER or, uh, you know, if you're a police detective? Doogie Howser, MD. <laughs> exactly. See, that's the problem. What? Maybe that's why reality shows do so well. That because was a reality a... show. <laughs> Doogie was not they, real. No, they just changed his name to protect him since he was a minor. What was his little swarmy friend's name? Um, uh, Vinny. Vinny, yes. Played by Max Casella. <laughs> Shut up. How do you know that, dude? Who later went on to be on, uh, one of the background guys in The Sopranos. Look him up. Look him up. He was also 22 when he did that show. And was, I do remember him being old. And he was a big fan of Howard Stern, and Doogie Howser always listened to uh, Mark and Brian, and they got in an argument over that. <laughs> that was actually on the show? No, that was in real life. Oh, okay. The fact that you know the real life uh, angle is even worse than the uh, the TV show. No, it's not. I was just hoping that would be like a plot line or something. <laughs> but no, you know facts from the set of Doogie Howser. And then Wanda went on to play uh, on that show Dead at 21 on MTV. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. What, this is boring you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. Back in the hideout, hour two. 
Hi, breaking news. What's going on? We'll get to some of the phone calls, and then I'll let you know. Actually, right on topic with what we were talking about, uh, I want to thank, who was it, that, Filet Mignon, who mm. sent it along to me. And tasty. it really, well, sort of. Oh. 407-916-1041, right, we're, we were talking about TV shows, and... Uh, Are there any that actually hit it, or at least come close to what it's like performing your job? Like uh, ER, is that anything like being a actual doctor I, tell at you ER? What, tell you what I almost wanted to be. Hmm. Trash Man. I don't know if you've seen a little film called Minute Work. <laughs> you thought it was that fun? Seems like it would be a blast. You want to get shot with a BB gun in the butt? <laughs> Who doesn't? That's the only thing I remember about that movie. Brian in the 321, what do you got? Hey, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm a bondsman in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that dog, the bounty hunter show? Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like that. It, it, it's nothing like that? How about, did you ever watch uh, the family bonds? Yeah, it, well, kind of like that. Like, it's a lot of paperwork. All right, so but it's not like cool stuff of going out and and looking gay with your big long hair. Instead, it's just you know pushing <laughs> I papers. Long hair. Yeah, sorry, I don't rock the power mullet like you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you know he he always takes a side of uh, the person he's hunting down at the end too. Well, this guy's a really good guy. I trust him. I think he'll come back tomorrow. Don't screw me over, man. Do not do it. You got a whole life ahead of you. You've never watched that show? No. It's abortion. Well, now... I like his fat wife. Now it seems like it'd be kind of interesting, the whole no. Bell Bondsman thing. It's the same show over and over again with Dog. Is it a real... Is it like a sitcom? Or no, it, it? it's supposed to be a reality show. Of this bounty hunter. Oh, wow. But it's terrible. Is a bounty hunter the same thing as a Bell Bondsman? Yeah. Basically, you're tracking people down who uh, jump, what? Uh, jump bail. Man, I thought bounty hunter was something cool. I thought I always thought of uh, what's the guy from Star Wars that's a bounty hunter? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. That's what I'm thinking. Bounty hunter. I know bounty hunter seems like a uh, uh, like a very uh, like edgy you, term, but you are hunting down criminals. You're doing some like something important, you know. You're tracking down. You are. You, these people are skipping town no, but on al- their uh, court date. Almost like you're like you know part of the law. Like you, you know, like you should be tracking down Billy the Kid. You should be. Uh, you should watch uh, the Family Bonds. I believe it's on DVD now. It was an alright show, but it, it was kind of interesting. They'd have to uh, break into people's houses and everything. Is and, that like, the one on HBO? Yeah. And then they showed his wife nude as she's getting like liposuction. No, no, it was at the end. Uh, his daughter having a kid, and they actually <sighs> showed the kid. What? And everything. I don't remember that part. I just remember oh, one of the wives Renan. getting nude. Oh, and yeah, the wife had to get a breast job. Yeah, but she was getting lipo too, and they I, they showed everything. I I can't believe Boba Fett was basically uh, a bell bondsman. Yeah, he was a dog. That sucks. Garrett in the three eighty six. What do you got? Yo, you guys have Showtime at your house? Yes. No. You seen that Poor. show Weeds? What's Weeds? It's that show about like a suburban white lady who has to sell weed to <laughs> keep her money for the lifestyle to keep going on the way it's going. No way, I haven't heard of this one. Is it good? It's really good, man, and and really uh, true to life, for real. It's dead on. Yeah, I think so. All right, now here's an interesting one, and I could I almost imagine, like like if you're a housewife or something, you know what I mean? You're taking care of kids, it's kind of what you do. Mm-hmm. But you know a lot of them are on prescription medications. Yeah. And if that's the way they, you know, like maybe they're selling their Xanax or their Vicodin or mm-hmm. whatever. Or Ritalin, their kids Ritalin or whatever. 
Okay, hold on a second. This is why K-Mike's fantastic, although he should be calling with this information, not just typing it. He says, a bounty hunter is not the same as a bell bondsman. Ah, uh, can They can be the same person, but usually the bell bondsman hires the bounty hunter. It's usually all one company, though, you know, and uh, the guy will do both. I need a daytime job. Could I just be a bell bondsman, or do I have to, have to, do I have to do something we, important? We have uh, audio of that repo man. I almost became a repo man. Almost. Re- remember in D.C. we had Repo Man mm-hmm. who would call us when he was going to repossess cars in the hood? That was great. He had to hang up suddenly. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Pete in the 407, what do you got, Pete? All right, see here, I want you guys uh describe the exact difference between the bail bonds and the bounty hunter. Okay. The bail bonds is the guy that puts up the money so that the criminal can get out. Mm-hmm. Being that I've, you know, bailed out some of my friends before. Okay. Detailed information about this now. Hmm. And the bounty hunter is the guy that goes after them if they don't show up to court. But so it, the bail bondsman can get his money back. Isn't so it? They can it, be it the same guy. Yeah, it, a lot of times, if it's not the same guy, it's definitely within the same company. I do right, th- right. Do you think if you drop that, like, I'm a bounty hunter, like, that would get you laid? I would say, yeah. I mean, it's an impressive title. Do you have to do anything important to have that job? No, I, I think you have to go through a certification or something. I, I want to do that just so I can say it. How I would got, you rank Bounty Hunter with firemen and getting you laid if you drop that you're a fireman? Bounty what? Hunter, honestly, sounds more dangerous. Yeah. I know that seems odd. Just like I, by name. It, it does sound like a very uh, dangerous and somewhat uh, illegal type activity. It's right. not. And you could even tell the chick, like, you know, you just bang her once and then... You don't want to call her back and just be like, hey, i got to go out of town. Yeah, we got to track down this guy. You this rem- son of a bitch just skipped court. we got to go to New Mexico. Remember, you slept with me because I told you I'm a bounty hunter. Well, here's the downside. <laughs> I'm never going to call you again. David in the 863, what do you got? Hey, I'm a bondsman uh, down in Highlands County. Uh, the bounty hunter that I use is completely affiliated with, with my company. You don't want to use a, a bounty hunter that's in the same company for uh, liability. So you you want to uh, go get someone that's not a uh, not you want to get you. a private contractor that's completely stepped out that has his own liability insurance his own paperwork his own license. I'm available for hire. If you like, I can be your bounty hunter. Perfect. I got a scion. There's, I've got plenty that I could use help with, man. Yeah, I got a scion and uh, a rope. I'm sure you're gonna chase down a lot of people with a scion. I don't actually have a rope, but I can make one out of paper clips. <laughs> I used to do that all the time, piss everybody off at the office. I'm serious. All right, hold on a second. I need somebody to start a website. Bounty Hunter Dro. Dro's a great bounty hunter name. Right, see, I could get like two or three guys in there in that scion. Just tracking down different guys, and we all but kind of become friends. This is like a bang bus? <laughs> two or three guys in there? Two or three dudes. One dude hiding underneath the seat. I'm serious, though. I want to be an accredited bounty hunter. I'm a hunter. booty hunter. Get in, dude. I'm sure that, that movie's out there. Oh. Dog the booty hunter. It would take, <laughs> it would take two, cent, no. two seconds to Hog find it. the booty hunter. <laughs> two seconds to try and find it. Redskins guy in 352, what do you got? Hang up on him. He gets the music automatically. Best no. name ever. Nah, what? man. You can't do that. What's up? support the skins. Hey, what's going on, guys? Awesome show. Thank you. Hey, uh... I'm in the restaurant business. I'm a restaurant manager, and I'm going to tell you, that Hell's Kitchen show with that chef, mm-hmm. these guys are exactly like that, man. A lot of them really are. 
Even more so, there's a movie out. It's called Waiting. Oh yeah, we had the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we had the director on the show. Dude, that movie is the best, and I want to tell you that is so true to life of what it's like in the restaurant. Definitely, I know. I I, I've worked in restaurants all the way through high school and everything, and and that's why I loved it. It was exactly what happens. Yeah, we uh, we had Rob McKittrick on the show, and then we went to go see the movie. And maybe we saw the movie first, but whatever. But I remember sitting next to you, Dubs, mm-hmm. and you saying, "Dude, this is so dead on." I remember when we did this, or variations of it, and that—that's the greatest thing. Every different place you go to, they have a different game they play, and different disgusting stuff that you pick up. <laughs> just showing each other, <laughs> and then if you look, and then you're laughing. Oh yeah, let's go find some chicks, dude. Right. All right, this is awesome. I got my website. Thank you, homeowner. Brad.com slash bounty hunter dro. If you'd like to hire me. Did you click on it yet? Click on it and check it out. Does this go to Tub Girl? No. no. Hold on a second. I'm clicking on it. Let's see what it says. I got too many things open now. Good job, Chunks. Oh! <laughs> oh, come on! That's your website. No, it's not my website. <laughs> He's for hire. Stop! Close! Come on, dudes. Isn't that you? That's close! You, the two dudes you're talking about getting in your side. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> the hell, homeowner, you ass. I should have known better than they... He's always doing that on the board, hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> That's so disgusting. That's not... That's not what I'm to hire. Like, you can't hire me to do that. For enough money. Well, maybe. You're right. <laughs> I think everybody has a price. Brad.com <laughs> slash bounty... I think you can just type in brad.com. Bounty Hunter slash bro. Jesus. I think Matt's going there now. <laughs> Go ahead, type it in, Matt. Just send him the link. I'm sure it'll be on hideoutheretics.net in two seconds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> John, John in the 386, what do you got? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, bro. I, I used to have a friend over in Daytona that did that bounty hunting thing, and uh, how he got paid was, you know, like if your bond's $25,000, somebody has to put up $2,500, you know, that'd be the 10%. Well, if you skip and he caught you, he got half of that. That's how he made his money. So you'd get like uh, like 12 dollars out of it? Yeah, something like that. I mean, he didn't do too bad. He had a nice house out in the Flying, which is a, a nice subdivision over there in Fort Orange, right outside of Daytona. But, yeah, he did pretty good. Dude, I could do this during the day, bro. I mean, I could easily be a bounty hunter during the day, radio talk show host at night. They'd probably make a that, movie about me. I was going to say, that could be another sitcom no, during I, the day. It wouldn't be a sitcom. It'd probably be more of like on TNT after Saved. And then How does he balance his life? And he has a baby. <laughs> Do you know something I don't? <laughs> Jesus. I've got your uh, chick up here, and I am. All right, people are telling me this weed show, Weeds, is mm-hmm. fantastic. I've never heard of it. I need to get Showtime. I got Showtime. I've never... I'm not ever watching anything new, though. Like, <laughs> I'll sit there and watch the same old movie. I've seen uh, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, and every Curb Your Enthusiasm and Chronicles of Riddick. 20 times since I've gotten cable. See, I only have HBO and Stars, and uh, for some reason I just sit Neanderthal. Around, I just sit around watching RoboCop and Happy Gilmore over and over. It pisses me off, dude, because I got HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. The movie channel, by the way, is worthless. There's nothing ever on that. I find Stars to be worthless, too. 
I was going to say, I don't ever have stars, but I always see something on there that looks good. See? That's what I thought. I always thought, hey, I need stars. Because every time I tune over there and uh, look what's going on in the movie channels, it looks great. Never watch it. I need those uh, original series for me to uh, get sucked in. Yeah, an original series always does really well. The HBO, that's the only reason I have it. Are you sons of bitches with you and your new links? What is this one? I hate you, Matt. I can't even send this one out on the air, but this one sucks, bro. What are you what doing? Is it? It's just some nude guy dancing around with a sign of the hideout. <laughs> yeah, I was sending that to all my family. What? Was it family bonding time? <laughs> Christ. He's still cracking up at it. Yeah. Uh, he's so funny. Actually, actually uh, turn on the audio for that, too. No, I'm not going to. Do it. I already closed down the link. Damn I'm going to have to resend it. Can we air it? Yeah. Alright, hold on. Yeah, it's, it's just some nude guy holding his junk and uh and a sign above his head dancing. That uh, says the hideout. Or whatever you want to put in it. No, it only says the hideout. <laughs> now, hold on, let me see what this says. Or what it does. By the way, whoever is sleep with me, come on, why don't you sleep with me? Shut up and sleep with me, come on, and sleep with me, shut up and sleep with me, come on, why don't you sleep with me? Shut up and sleep with me, come on. This is my new favorite song. That could be quite possibly the gayest thing ever. It's close, dude. Uh, EJ from the news, like, I sent you that three weeks ago. Guess what, dumbass? I didn't click on it, because I figured it was probably exactly what it was. Some nude dude dancing around. With a sign. So that's your employer for the uh, bounty hunting? <laughs> we should put in a new sign in there and say, I used to be a backup tight end for the U. <laughs> and, that, and that would be you, EJ. I never got off the bench. <laughs> the sign just says, hey, Shocky. Here's your towel. We ought to make another one. We ought to make another one with chunks. And here's and it's just this guy. It works perfectly. This guy dancing back and around. Mm-hmm. And instead, it should be this one. This actually goes better with music. I think I can go either way with it. Obviously, huh? He's, it's going with the rhythm. This is the best song ever written. <laughs> I love it.
What does this tell Hefe he would be the bench? What does that even mean? Jeez. I think he's coming on to you. All right, people are really loving this link. There's no easy way to no. give it out. We can. Well, I guess we can put it on the website. Yeah, Tommy, why don't you put up whatever it is and then... I don't know the link. Whatever. I don't. No one sent it to me. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And Star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. I believe the Magic are on the clock. Um... Oh, and the breaking news. I have to give you the breaking news. Yeah. Uh, too. Hold on, let me see where the magic are. I may have already selected. No, no I, they're, they're I on think the... they're up right now. I think I have two minutes left on the clock. All right, they are on the clock. They're probably going to get their guy. Who's their guy? Brewer. That's what all the mock drafts have the magic taken. Brewer. Although they could also do... I can just see the coach on the other sideline saying, Brewer. Uh, taking J.J. Redick. Man, Houston got a really good guy. That sucks. Didn't they trade up, or how did they get such a high pick? Houston sucked this year. I thought they did decent enough to... T-Mac was hurt the whole year. Yeah. They got Rudy Gay. Obviously. We just played his song that he's going to come out to. <laughs> how... Ladies and gentlemen... But, yeah, so the ma- we'll let you know as soon as uh, the Magic select their guy and who it is. And apparently tonight we got um, Commissioner of the NBA, David Stern. I was yes. hoping it'd be Daniel Stern, because I really liked Home Alone a lot. At 10.30. I like Bushwhack. <laughs> so oh, hideout. Celtic Pride was, wasn't bad. Real was Radio, good. 104.1. Welcome to the Orlando Magic. From Duke University, J.J. Reddick. Wow. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'm just proud that I know his name. I usually don't know any of the stuff going on in the NBA draft. Well, you probably know him best from his uh, drinking and driving mm-hmm. incident from about two weeks ago. Just to go, It just goes to show that it doesn't matter. If you can put the ball in the hoop, you will get selected. Oh, yeah. Were they talking about him not even getting selected, or how far were they they looking at him slipping? They figure sometimes maybe character issues, and he you know he's got to hurt back. Mm-hmm. It, I'll tell you this: as there's far, a risk reward there, though. Yeah, it's a high number radio one hundred four point one. I'll tell you this, Magic fans, it opens up the offense. Yeah, it opened the def, the guy can shoot from the outside. You already got Hito Turkoglu. I mean, I guess you can have some guys who can shoot from the outside. I don't know if Hito is a free agent or not. But Dwight Howard, Darko in the middle. Well, Darko will float a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got some guys who break it down. It's not a bad pick. No. I, he's zero defense. But yeah, you got that's du- his big flaw. But you have Dwight Howard who can block shots, so, you know. That's an excellent point. Just know that the any shooting guard in the NBA is going to blow by Redick, and Dwight Howard will probably end up in foul trouble from trying to cover his man. Can he play the two at all? He plays the two. That's good. <laughs> Do you just want to know whether or not he can fight Tito Ortiz, don't you? Tito Ortiz, July 5th. He's going to be on the show? Yes. All right, very cool. How's did- this post-game? Post-op, whatever it is. <laughs> post-op? What, are we still talking ER? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if he's a good doctor. 
the name like Reddick, he has to be. Gallbladder's bothering me. Might need it out. J.J. Uh, Jackson's the man to do it. J.J. Reddick. Oh, the guy that uh, wrote Sitting on the Dock of the Bay? It's Otis Reddick. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Quit trying to make me look like an ass. Dynamite. <laughs> That's J.J. Walker. Oh. Dubs? Yeah. We, we started the hour talking about this. Britney Spears poses nude for Harper's Bazaar. What? She will be nude on the cover of the August issue, very much in the style of the Vanity Fair naked. But this time, Lane Bryant style. And pregnant Demi Moore. Six-month pregnant nude. What's with this whole pregnant nude thing? It's beautiful. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at this photo, Dubs. Are you on on the instant messenger? Yeah, yeah, send it to me. Like talk, to see this mess. Talk about airbrushed. I don't even believe that's her body. I'm really. Do really... you think they just use Demi Moore's? Take the same pictures and just. Uh... Who was the one that did uh, the uh, the other ones while pregnant? It was Demi Moore. I don't know who else did it while they were pregnant. I know this chick. She's like a soap opera star. She did Playboy naked with uh, while she was pregnant. Oh. Yeah, it was awful. No, I'm looking at Brittany right now. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> she looks so retarded. Hey, I do believe that's her body because it's not good. Those thighs are just thick. But it's not even about the thighs. It's The arms d- are flabby. She doesn't look pregnant. She just looks like she's yeah, she she like super chubby. Su- like she supersized it for about three weeks. Like she's just holding water. Drink a gallon of yeah, a gallon of water and it's just sitting in her stomach. Boy, I hope Ronnie Brewer slips to fourteen. I think the Mavericks gonna make a trade. I can't believe you guys picked Reddick. Why? It's gonna open up the offense, but dude, defensively, you win championship with defense. You telling me that Dwayne Wade isn't gonna torch JJ Reddick? So why the Bulls are so successful? What do you even know about the Bulls? <laughs> you know, you're just throwing out names. Is he right though? Well, they do have Luau Dang and Ben Gordon. Who? This would be like the mid-90s Nuggets. Luau Banner? All offense, no defense? Yeah, exactly. Shut up, Matt, back there. Look at it. I just see it. Jesus. <laughs> so you know, I mean, the Bulls won because of Dennis Rodman's rebounding skills. Come on. Put him over okay, the top? Yeah, answer the phone, Matt. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, so this picture, not good, huh? No. In the jet black hair... I don't mind her as I dig brunettes. I don't mind the jet black hair. I always on her it just looks terrible. And her, she's got a lot. She's getting the widow's peak, brother. Yeah, that, I'm just focusing on the forehead right now. Honestly, I cannot stand it. I hate a big forehead. That's what K-Fed's getting. Mm-hmm. He can have it. Yeah. What's with that necklace she's wearing? I didn't even notice that. Hold on, let me. Th- this is on Yahoo if you guys want to find it. Her pose nude. And just not even her body. Mm-mm. Didn't even... Did she put makeup on for this? It, what what magazine is this? Bizarre. Is it big? I've Har- never heard of anybody reading it. Harper's Bizarre. What's bizarre is how thick her triceps are. That's what's bizarre. <laughs> Oh, come on! What's with the OMD? What the hell? Hey, look at you this. You want to know the rest? By the rights! How bizarre.
This is one of those songs you didn't know whether or not you could sing along with it. But it was always fun. Right. Anybody have a convertible we can go cruising around? <laughs> okay, and, and like his his sister, I guess it was. I'm just going to assume it was his sister that was hanging out with him. So typical, like probably Miami tranny. Now you're getting me all ruddy. I love how this picture. I don't know if said. I love how in this picture uh, they just eliminated her double chin. Like it's just gone yeah. They all of a they, they didn't make her face more skinny, but the rest of the body is hit. Not just because she's pregnant. I mean, I don't think you get your arms that fat from being pregnant. It got rid of all the cigarette burns and pimples. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some kind of odd freak going on with uh, K fed in the bed. Just burning. Look at those boobs, and they even like. Tempting. No stretch marks. I want to spit on him. It's like it's already curdled. <laughs> the milk's already curdled there. Just a dirty hooker. Brittany, what happened to you? It's so much potential. I never wanted to punch a stomach so hard. It is! Oh. We were talking about it yesterday. The guys, Dudesons, the, the, the overseas jackass guys. Mm-hmm. That's a belly ripe for uh, belly darts. <laughs> If the darts include a 12 gauge, I'm in. So stupid. Look at her. K fed. Match made in hell. I'd like to just play fast pitch softball. Ran her stomach. By the rights, how bizarre. Such <laughs> an ass. You honestly kept that going just so <laughs> your line could get over. Yes. <laughs> get over like, uh,. The Magic's offense this year. <laughs> Listen to you. They're going to have to shoot over the top. It'd be like Paxton. Yeah. Or like uh, like uh, Stallone. Over the top. I, I was more of a B.J. Armstrong fan. Shut up! You have no <laughs> idea the names that you're throwing out there. Not a clue. <laughs> I wish we had Phil Jackson. <laughs> All right, I can I just mean, hear Matt yelling. She ran the triangle so well. All right, Bob skill. says she had such an upside two years ago, and now all of a sudden, it's what would you guys have said two years ago? Someone would have uh, basically naked, basically naked, and no one wants to see it anymore. You know, if we would have brought this uh, subject up of her being hit. Two or three years ago, the phones would have exploded with people. Are you crazy? Now everybody just agrees. There's something hot about her. Let me ask you: Is there any way that that ends well? No, she's so far gone. I don't think she can come back. I mean, I think that it's going to end up in like a drug overdose. Oh yeah. Hopefully, while the baby's still in her stomach. Come on, have a, the baby didn't do anything. So they, can, so they can get buried together with just holding it. Other, it didn't do anything than other be the seed of K-Fed and Britney Spears. That's enough. I, you wouldn't want to kill the Antichrist before it was old, it was born? You crazy? Things going to come out smelling like a menthol. It's going to come out like the alien, baby. Just reeking of Old Spice and menthol cigarettes. It's going to be coming out wearing a Spreewell jersey. <laughs> With its bicycle there at the 7-Eleven. A FUBU hat. 
<laughs> Free World Jersey. <laughs> to hide out, Roll Radio 104.1. Tommy spewing all the uh, basketball facts back there. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Speaking of crowing, I wonder if uh, anybody's crowing anymore. What, across the street? Yeah. Mm. They'd love to do it, but uh, they seem pretty quiet today. That's all I'm going to say. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um... 407 Kicking off hour three in the hideout. You ever gotten your car towed? Uh, yeah, a few times. Is there any bigger... And I, I didn't get mad at this this time because I drove so drunk the night before, uh, home from the bar, and I guess I parked in like three parking spots at the uh, apartment complex and everything. Christ. I deserved it. I deserve some kind of punishment. I get livid. I've had my car towed, uh, towed a couple of times. And it drives me nuts, dude. And especially in places that are just kind of lurking, they're waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there, there's some times where they just like, and again, in that uh, in that uh, movie, movie waiting, waiting uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. The uh, the manager goes outside and sees someone parking parking lot that had no one in it, but they weren't patrons, so he had them towed. And we used to do that just for fun every once in a while too, whenever we worked at a, a restaurant or anything like that. I guess you guys found this audio today. Who found it? Was it was it Matt? I think yeah. Matt found it. Yeah, it was me. All right, what what explain it? Set it up if you would. It's just this really fat kid, well, just kind of chunky with a really effeminate voice. Yeah, he has man boobs. He has the whole thing going on. You think he's a fat chick at first, and then you find out it's a dude. He has a uh, mo haircut too. Mm-hmm. And, so I guess his car's getting towed. Which is like what uh, early nineties, um, like uh, Mustang, Honda Civic, I Honda think. Civic, okay, early nineties Honda Civic. I asked you for proof. You didn't give me a chance to come down. No, you said you were going to call the police on me. Because you took my car and you started to drive off with my car when I have proof that I work at Are you on the planet? I don't have the money to get off of the car. I don't have the money to get off the car. The man has a legal right to tell you. They're going to lock your ass up at the cops' office. No. I can so identify with this guy. I, I don't know if I'd go that crazy. I'd just be pissed. I ran in for two seconds, and like, and I left my car outside. Literally two seconds to grab something and run back out, and my car got towed like immediately. I don't think this is true. Uh, Captain Skippy in the four hundred seven. All right, so check this out. I heard someone mention this on the Shannon Burke show, so I tried it, and it actually, in fact, worked. Walking out, and the uh, girl I was with, the car was about to get towed, so I just went and I sat in it. They can't legally tow you when you're in it. What they can do is call the cops, but they don't want to waste their time calling cops. So they'll just move on. So let me tell you how good it felt when this fat ass, this redneck, picks up his walkie-talkie, his next out, calls his boss, like, 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 like a big man, and then his boss goes, go to the next car, we don't got time for it. All right, that is awesome. I didn't know you could it, just go hop in the car. It's, yeah, it felt so good. Now, legally, if they call the cops, 
you know, you're screwed, but they, they don't got the time for it. But now if they call the cops, they'll just have them come out there and either write you a ticket or have you move it, but they won't tow it. Yeah, or you get in trouble because you're drunk coming out of the club, one or the other. They call sure. the cops, let them tow it. All right, that give is, it a try. All right, that is a very interesting boy. Thank you, Captain Skippy Nippowinkle. All right, here's the second part of that. Apparently this, <laughs> the, uh, the tow truck driver raises the fee. <laughs> I don't have the money for this. Why didn't you give me a chance to prove anything, dude? That's illegal. You're it's not illegal. Off. It's not illegal, it dude. Is. I work there. How can you do that? You didn't prove it to me. I just think you just drove off with my car. I'm going to call my lawyer then. Call your lawyer. This is ridiculous. It's more... As of right now, it's $92. It's not 45 anymore. No. <laughs> what an ass move. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nothing you could do, and he's just going to screw with you even more. Oh, price just doubled. <laughs> he's just having fun with him at this point. Fat boy. If it were satellite, we'd call him what Meatloaf was in the uh, Fight Club movie. Yeah. Which exactly is what he is. I mean, if you just look at the guy, it's nasty. 55. I will go back to the work and I'll no, have No, it's, it's, it's 92 because we're off property. Oh. You drove because you sped all way. <laughs> I'm going to get my lawyer on you guys. Hey, get you the lawyer. Get your lawyer, dude. You guys do this all the time. Get your lawyer. Actually, I'm going to start a standby fee so it's going to be even more. Oh, what, <laughs> what an ass. I love this guy. The guy's kind of a hero, though. He, he just knows how much he's getting to this guy, and he wants to do it more. Here's what it is, though. It's that classic saying of you give a guy a little power. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, the tow truck driver, he's probably not happy with his life. Oh, I'm sure he's ecstatic with it now, though. But Right not, at this point in time, he loves it. I guarantee you he was a jock in high school. Mm-hmm. He was picking on the kids. He was the guy who was... Uh, you know, making you get up from your uh, from your seat at the lunch table. Move it, fatty. You're just screwing with you. And then ends up a tow truck driver, and now he gets to go back <laughs> to those days when he was in charge. As of right now, it's $92. It's not 45 anymore. No, it's 55 I will go back to the work, and I'll no, have it's, to it's, have it's 92 because we're off property. Oh. You drove because you sped all way. I'm going to get my lawyer on you guys. Hey, get the lawyer. Get your lawyer, dude. You guys see this Get your lawyer. Actually, well, I'm going to start a standby fee, so it's going to be even more. Right, it sounds like me and you messing with chunks of any of the interns. <laughs> Just changing the rules as they go. Guess what? Now, uh, it's a tase. Keep on bitching, buddy. Yeah, now it's a tase not only to the neck, but now the sack. Mm-hmm. Keep so. on talking, buddy. Keep on going for it. You want more? I tell you, though, man, tow, t- tow truck drivers are just... I... <clears throat> I understand you need the gig, but you're an ass. Because they get paid per car. Yeah. The majority of them get paid per car. Well, if you don't tow any cars, there's no money coming in. Oh, man. (laughs) I love this guy, though. You want to hear it one more time? That was the end of it? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, yeah, I want to hear it again, then. I just want to hear the very last part again. (laughs) Start from the beginning, though. It's not that long. All right, fine. I don't have the money for this. Why didn't you give me a chance to prove anything, dude? That's illegal. It's not illegal. It's not illegal, dude. I work there. How can you do that? You didn't prove it to me. I just just drove off with my car. I'm going to call my lawyer then. Call your lawyer. This is ridiculous. It's more...
drop? As of right now, it's $92. It's not 45 anymore. No, it's 55 I will go back to the work and I'll no, have them. No, it's, have it's them 92 because we're off property. <laughs> you drove because you sped away. I'm going to get that away. Hey, get the lawyer. Get your lawyer, dude. You guys did this Get your lawyer. Actually, well, I'm going to start a standby fee, so it's going to be even more. <laughs> That's my favorite part ever. Whoa, sorry, red light. Just the, uh, you know what? Startup fee. <laughs> Holding fee. Just any other kind of stupid fee. My friends worked at a competing pizza place uh, that I, when I was working in pizza, and they I would go over there and just hang out every once in a while. And if someone was ass on the phone, they would uh, write in a redneck fee, and they'd even write it on the slip, like that they give the customer. So if they actually looked at it, they'd see oh, redneck fee, two dollars. And you just get away with it. Yeah. Now I gotta say, man, to me, towing of the truck it's just legal theft somehow. It's just a big racket. Well, there are laws in place. Shut, shut up. It doesn't matter. It's just you're legally stealing a car. They aren't driving around. You know where it's at. And the whole thing of, you know, you can, all right, fine, you can get out of it. You can, you know, use the ATM, which, by the way, will cost you 20 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, I just, God, it drives me nuts. Robert in the 352, what do you got, Robert? Hey, how you doing, my guys? Hey, Not buddy. bad. Uh, you were talking about jocks, you know, ending up not really where they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, there was a couple of them bad. I mean, they smacked people around, dumped their lunch in their lab, just anything they could get at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I joined the Army, was in long enough to become a E-5, was working as a drill sergeant in the Army. These Both of these guys joined up in the Army <laughs> and ended under me in my unit. So you were their drill sergeant after you saw them do all the picking on, and you got to pick on them back. Oh, man, it was did they, great. Did they get it worse than the rest of the people? Oh, yeah. All right, see, that's, Every day. I like that you just admit it and be like, you know what? This is complete payback for you being a jackass. Oh, it was. It was wonderful, man. That was super to be able to do that. All right, you're lucky, man. That's a good way to get you know to get over. Yeah. I say another way is get a radio show. Mm-hmm. And don't be on the bottom tier. And don't screen phone calls or get water. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Actually, well, I'm going to start a standby fee, so it's going to be even more. <laughs> Just completely screwing with him. This, this guy's a hero. And the kid's already crying. He knows how far he's pushed this kid, and he wants to go further. He wants to make this this kid just, you know, break down and cry. All right, we got some more audio. I don't know if you wanted to hear it or not. What's this? I guess, what's the, the Matt, what's the Barbara Walters audio? It's her replying to the surprise from uh, yesterday, Star Jones retiring. Okay, we talked about this for a second. Hold on, we have one more uh, car towing story before we get into that. Rich in the 407, what do you got? Rich! Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. I was towed by a company over in Orlando by mistake from a 7-Eleven. Uh, the company, when they put my, uh, my Grand Cherokee in the lot, they did it with a forklift, wrecked my front end on both sides. Oh. And yeah, it didn't, when I went to pick it up, I noticed it, but I had to go to work. And uh, um, I had to show up for work. I couldn't sit there play. So they said either you take your car out or you leave it in here now. Uh, or And uh, they had the dogs in there, you know, and I had to leave the property to go to the front window, bulletproof vest, and pay like $200 for the towing and the storage. What a mess. And it's $6,000 worth of damage I went to 
you know, get an estimate with the whole the front end and all that nonsense. The Greek Greek parent Cherokee man. Did they end up paying for it or did not, you? A, not a nickel? They 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 more or less bullied me. I went back and they said leave. The, I went back like a couple days later, and they um they bullied. He said get off the property. Want to call the police? Uh, there. I won't mention the name, but they're. Uh, can I say that they're they're a t- they tow for the city of Orlando? Sure. I mean, I, Go I, ahead. I don't yeah. know if that's what... now. Here's the interesting thing about that too. When you, when you stop and you look at it, you feel so helpless. Yeah. There's, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you're literally lost, and that's you know why things like the problem solvers and stuff come along. Local six, where you try to tell them the story because you need some sort of help. You need something bigger and grander than you. You, you just need feel... to call them out and have people listen. Yeah. You feel completely, you know, like you're just you're lost at that point. You guys are right on. Right right on, man. I went to an attorney and everything because I just so happened I took pictures of my vehicle not too far before that because there was a scratch on the side, and I had it with none of the other damage shown. It was really right on. But uh, once again, I had to do the work thing. I couldn't devote all my time to it, Mm -hmm. and just time flew by because I work out of town. And time went by, and, and the attorney, of course, didn't want to work for for Nothing, yeah. Yeah, there's not too much you can do. Hey, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. That's one of those, man. You're helpless. This, what are you gonna do? And mm. you wanna you wanna knock somebody out? You wanna sue somebody? Just bullies, man. Bullies and able to get away with it. Tow truck drivers are. I kind of enjoy it though. I can appreciate well, it. Well, sure, if you're the bully, and not the person being bullied. Oh, I'd hate it if I was on the other end. But I can enjoy the stories and kind of see why they find it funny. I just, man, I, I don't even know how you live with yourself. Right, here's that Barbara Walters in uh, audio. All right. Good morning and welcome to the view of the number three. All right, sounds awful. I can't. It, that sounds too crappy. Does it get better? No, it's it's crappy. It's okay. crappy quality. Sorry, didn't mean to tease you with it. That's fine. We got a couple more of these uh, these towing calls, these horror stories. Right. Holding the 407. What do you got, bro? Hey, there, there's recourses people can take. Yeah. All they have to do, they go down to the courthouse, they get a copy of the bill, go down to the courthouse, post the money there. Courthouse gives them a receipt. They go back to the tow lot and get their, their car. Then they get a court date, and they can show up and argue in front of a judge over if it was right or wrong. And you show up with a, with a note from the judge saying you get your car, they get pissed. Really? Oh, yeah. So, like, but what is the, what does the note from the judge do? What, I mean, what does it end up doing? Well, you end up getting a court date, oh. and, if, and if you feel you were wrongly uh, towed, wrongly towed or damaged, well, damage you got to do it right there. Okay, I you get, can't you can't drive away with because it. Because the, the thing they'll no. say is that well, I'll laugh at you once you drive away. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know once you drive away, it's like well that could have happened uh, you know after you took the car off the lot. Yeah, it was fine when we had it. Man, who else other than tow truck drivers are able to pull that gimmick? You would think you'd be able to prove that they were the ones that did the damage, though. There's got to be another, like, job where they can get over just, like, bullying like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's not much you can do. Yeah, I mean, cops have that power if they wanted to. Yeah. And And some of them do. Most of them don't. But there are a few out there who will. It's that same kind of makeup where it's, you know, frustrated ex-jock. Mm-hmm. Just like not all tow truck drivers, you know, not all cops are that way, but there are some that will do it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We have a, oh, actually just hung up. Damn it. We had an actual tow truck driver on the uh, on the line. Call back. Defend yeah. yourself. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. 
a Wednesday night. We're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. So are you. Thanks for coming in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. My friend was a repo man for a while, and I got to help him on a couple occasions. I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. I have some good stories of that. How do you forget that? I, it was uh, like I wasn't actually doing the taking of the cars. I, I'll, I'll tell you like how I helped. It, it was fun. Just knowing uh, how bad I was screwing someone over made me laugh every day. Yeah, we found this audio just really quickly. I'll play it for you again and get you caught up on what the conversation's about. This is a kid who's having his car towed, and he's just going crazy. And listen, tow truck driver, just screw with him. I don't have the money for this. Why didn't you give me a chance to prove anything, dude? That's illegal. You it's not illegal. It's not illegal, it dude. Is. I work there. How can you do that? You didn't prove it to me. I just think you just drove off with my car. I'm going to call my lawyer then. Call your lawyer. This is ridiculous. It's more... As of right now, it's $92. It's not 45 anymore. No, it's 55 I will go back to the work and I'll no, have it's, them, it's, I'll have it's 92 because we're off property. No. You drove... Because you sped all way. I'm going to get my lawyer on you guys. Hey, get the lawyer. Get your lawyer, dude. You guys do this all right. Get your lawyer. Actually, I'm going to start a standby fee, so it's going to be even more. <laughs> Just my favorite person of the week. <laughs> slacker, the 321. What do you got, Slacker? Hey, guy. I used to be a tow truck driver, and I have responded to many calls, including a lot of police rotation. One in particular I showed up to, backed up to the car. They showed me which one it was. lady comes running up. Don't you touch my car. That's my car. I said, ma'am, I don't know nothing about that. I was told to pick it up by these people, by the officers. She says, well, I want my car. And the officer says, I looked at the officers, what do you want to do? She said, if she proves it's yours, it's up to you. I looked at her and said, you prove it's yours, you show the officers it's your car, I'll leave it go. They put me back on rotation. You know, I don't want to be, I, I wasn't a heartless, totally heartless idiot, right? Yeah. But you, you you know that it happens occasionally, though, where sometimes you do the power play. I mean, it just yeah. almost seems oh, like it's I, human nature. I, I, don't get me wrong. I have been one at times yeah. when people were to me. Okay, I, I mean, I can understand I was, that. I was. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut him off. I was waiting for him to finish, and I accidentally hit the button. I'm sorry. Well, trigger happy over there. Hey, don't be racist. Trigger. Jason, the 407. What do you got, Jason? What's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, bro. You know, you know we're talking about how um, you know, the truck that damages your car, you take off the lot, you're pretty much screwed over. Well, I used to work for a Valley Parking Company, and it's the same thing. We parked, you know, we uh, put, you know, back the car up into a pole or something. We pray that the owner never found out, because once they take it off the property, it's their own fault. You know, for us, you know, we're out of the, we're in the clear. I, here's the thing about that, and here's what so sucks. Let's, I say you backed up, and then you, mm. you don't check your car a lot of times. You know, that, probably at that point you're maybe a bit tipsy. Mm-hmm. You get in your car, you get home. Maybe you're, you're parking in the garage, you get out, you walk in the bank, you're like, oh, my talent, what, what is this? When did this happen? Always check your car. Uh, when I uh, when I work doing uh, car installation, like uh, radios and everything like you that. You ruined a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah, but one time, I uh, you have to bring up the molding uh, on the sides to kind of uh, run the wires to the back if, you, if you're putting subwoofers in or whatever. So I would uh, run the, the the wires back, and every once in a while I'd forget to take a, like one of the screws out, and when you lift up, that molding will snap. And I, I snapped a few of the moldings, 
and I would just be praying that it fit together perfectly so it didn't look like it until after they left. Didn't you actually set a car accidentally on fire no, when you I, were installing a, a stereo? Never set it on fire. It was actually a remote start, and you have to cut into all these different wires. I burned out like one of the main uh, computer bases in the car, like a brand new car. <laughs> actually, <laughs> and, and actually, the guy didn't even own it yet, uh, which he probably oh, he was probably happy about. So, so the uh, the the uh, the the uh, the car lot was stuck with the bill. Did the installation people have to pay for it at all? Ah, uh, no. I don't think so. I think, you know, we had uh, uh, insurance to cover it if we really had to, but we usually got out of it. I uh, I got towed once. I used to park in visitor parking because there wasn't enough designated spots. And they towed me, and the guy would come around every night. So mm-hmm. I went to pick up my car, and, you know, the same thing, awful story. It was around Christmas time. So they had Christmas ornaments laying around the place in the waiting room. So we must have grabbed about ten Christmas ornaments. The guy came around our development the next night looking for victims. And we waited till he got out of his car, and we started pelting the ornaments with him. We actually hit him in the head with a snow globe. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. He got so... So you go commit assault. <laughs> no, man, I'm just paying him back for... How know, long bur- ago was this? Burglarizing my car, 2001. All right, I think that's still within the statute of limitations. Let's get on the phone to the Herndon Police uh, Office in Virginia. Or I'm trying Chantilly. to find out about this. Yeah. Jello in the 407. What do you got, Jello? Oh, hey, um, I'll make it quick. Um, this happened in downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, I was on my way to a club, and it was like in the middle of the night. And um, there's, there's, there was one car in the parking lot by itself. And I'm like, okay, I could park my car here, but maybe I shouldn't. But since there was a car there, so I'd leave it there. And since the club was across the street, so I jumped there. But three minutes inside the club, I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm running. I'm running to my car. Yeah, it doesn't and feel was, right. Huh? Yeah, it didn't feel right. You just knew it, it was a bad idea. Right. So I run, to, and then three minutes into the club, I just run out, and there's a tow truck backing up, riding my car. I said, no, over, and I screamed, over my dead body, you're not checking my car. <laughs> and finally, getting my car back in. Oh, uh, so you were able to get out of it. Over yelling, yeah, over my dead it. body, another hack phrase. Well, it's true, though. Yeah. I lay down in front of a tow truck, <laughs> you know, like it's Tiananmen Square. I don't think it's... That extreme? That, yeah, I don't think that worked out too well. <laughs> uh, sure. Now I think about it, you're right. Oops. Ah, my legs. By the way, it was a it was a Wednesday night rumba night. <laughs> Jill in the 407, what do you got? Hey, I'll tell you what's worse than that is I had gone out to dinner with um, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and we were in a really nice restaurant in Miami, valet parking the whole bit. Well, he had just gotten a new car. So I, we were going out for drinks afterwards. So I said, well, let me drive your car. And he said, okay. And the valet brings him up my car. We go to the other restaurant. We go in. We have a good, uh, you know, a, an after-dinner drink. We go back out, and I go Getting to get my whore. car. It's not my car. They'd given away your car to somebody they else. They had given me somebody else, given him somebody else's car, and my car was still sitting back at the restaurant. <laughs> and I went back and had to convince them that that was not my car. So, but you guys had actually driven off in the wrong car earlier, or? Yes, I had driven his car, well, and he'd never been in mine. Well, he had just gotten a new car, and I said, Oh, well, so I you guys, you guys, you guys switched cars, and he thought, right, right, Okay, right. I get it now. Yeah, I, I so get the whole he thing. He drove off, and <laughs> when we got out of the other restaurant. I went out to get in my car. He handed me the keys. I said, these aren't my keys. How do you even... And that's the other thing about it, too. And thank you for the phone call. It's like, how do you prove it at that point? What do you do? Yeah. My title is in... It's probably in the car. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. 
Now, I, now, ironically, if it's a nicer car, you just keep it. Yeah. You keep it Screw and you move, it. move to Jacksonville. <laughs> but this is mine. Finders keepers. It. Now, when I when my friend uh, that I made uh, had uh, it was a repo man. Right. He would come to me with like a list of names that he had to find in the area, and every once in a while, I would know the person. I wouldn't be friends with the person, but I'd know him. So we would find out where they were, and like, I hate you already for this story. Sometimes they would uh, they would be like at a restaurant or something, and I would go in there and distract them, oh. like so they weren't looking out there, or uh, you know if they were in a gas station, I'd go in and talk to him inside the gas station to give him enough time to get in the car, jack it, and drive. And so what would the people say then at that point? Would they run out yelling? Yeah, they, at one time. Uh, the guy had his uh, son behind him, and uh, the, the the guy's car was getting uh, uh, repoed, and the son was trying to stop my friend from repoing. He finally got in the car, took it, so the guy ran outside, jumped in the other car, and they were chasing him down uh, the highway, throwing stuff at him. Pay your bills, man. Yeah. That, how many payments do we have to default to get to the point of de- repo? Uh, usually three. I mean, come on, it's three months. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was to that point for a little bit. I just didn't park my car at my home. What? Yeah, I would just be. Uh, it was when I uh, when my address is in Fowlerville, but I lived in Lansing, like a half hour away. So I would never go back to Fowlerville. I would always keep for my fear car. of you getting your Cavalier repoed. Yep. Christ, I couldn't even imagine. I if think I was, I was at that point. I think I was six months behind. How do you go six months without making a car payment, bro? Working in radio for five seventy-five an hour. That's how you do it. But you also had the job at Big Cheese Pizza. Um, th- no, yeah, I was I was only doing the radio thing because I was trying to get Stupid. full time there. That's yeah. where you mess up right mm-hmm. there. I was only doing the one job for that little bit, and then once you fall a little bit behind, it's hard as hell to catch back. Well, up. yeah, because maybe let's say you're paying three hundred bucks a month for whatever for your car payment, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the next month you didn't you have know, three 600. months. Yeah, then all of a sudden you got six hundred. You got to drop. And it's not happening. Finally, Graham's dropped two grand to get me out. <laughs> oh, is there anything worse than having, to go, than having to go to family and be like, uh... Well, I didn't have to go to family. She was my co-signer. <laughs> oh, so she had to. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're a dirt ball. <laughs> you and your Spreewell jersey. <laughs> All right, speaking of awful things when it comes to family, I got I to gotta ask you whether or not this is bad. Mm-hmm. Something and... Um, Involving my little brother, something bad that happened to him. I'm actually happy about it. Really? Yeah. I know it seems awful, but I may have a justification. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. Back in the hideout, hour three, Wednesday night. It's real radio, one hundred four point one. All right, hey, tomorrow we got um, the chick coming in to, so we can measure her boobs and see if they're off kilter. Yeah, apparently one was bigger than the other, and then she took some of those breast pills, and it just made it worse. Oh, God. And then, in addition to that, is Bunny coming in tomorrow night for Truth or Dare? I heard it's not tomorrow. When is it? Ask Chunks. Chunks, when is Bunny coming in for the Truth and Dare? I mean, she can I do just what... dare and dare. Yeah, I mean, just whenever. But... I, I, I imagine she can come in tomorrow. I just can couldn't get her today, so I imagine she'd have no problem with it. Is that when you wanted it? Or yeah, tomorrow night. It? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think we wanted it open door because it could get too crazy. Mm-hmm. No. I say we do it. And, can we bring a pinball machine in? <laughs> Everyone just waits for it to go downstairs. Oh, you know what would happen, too. Mm-hmm. Just really, really a bad idea. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Steve in the 407, what do you got, Steve? Hey, yeah, I happen to do skip tracing for what's called a subprime company. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just loan to deadbeats, people with bad repos, and, you know, don't pay their bills. And i got to tell you something, 34, 35 days, we got the cars. Oh, really? Just one oh, month yeah, we over. Don't play. We don't even play. Not two, three months like a bank would do. Yeah, mine is through a bank, so, yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, and we just get them and go, and i got to tell you something, that's all I do all day long is find where people hide their cars, call the repo guy, and they snag them. I wonder if that's cooler than being a bounty hunter. Like I said, I wanted to be earlier. You hiring? Oh, he's already gone. Repo by day, talk show host by night. And he has a baby. I don't have a baby, dude. Stop starting that rumor. you got to do it, though, for the show. It's for my new uh, series on TNT. Uh-huh. I think it makes more sense. All right, probably not. Now, check this and out. And then Uncle Maddie and his uh, wife and kid can live in the attic. Oh, <laughs> yuck. So Cut it out. My little brother and my family, my dad, they're in Panama City, Florida, mm-hmm. for uh, like a World Series. Not Little League World Series, because Little League World Series sucks. And it holds... Uh, at the Little League World Series, those guys, if they played in this kind of a World Series, where it's... I believe he's like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. No, actually, maybe he's 13, 12, whatever. <laughs> I'm a good big brother. Yeah, you know your stuff. Um, They blow him out of the water. I mean, these are like select teams and that kind of, you know, like AAU, that kind of stuff. But why doesn't it get the same run as the uh, Little League World Series? Little League World Series has more of a history. Okay. That's it. Neighborhoods, more All-American. But these kids would get demolished, you know. So, anyway. Um, I like the smack talk. That's just true. That's what I grew up playing, not Little League, but the real baseball. So they're playing, and they're doing awfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out if they had won today, my dad wanted me to drive up to Panama City. When? For the game tomorrow. Ooh. That's a long drive. Yeah, so he goes, here's the thing. If we win today, we play 8 o'clock in the morning, so you could make that game. <laughs> so you'd have to leave at, like, 5. To get there in time. No, I'm talking, I'd have to leave immediately after the show. Because oh. it's six and a half hours to Panama City. It's six and a half hours? I only thought it was uh, four. On Google, it said six and a half. Well, you got an hour change. There's a time zone change there, too. So you got you uh, pick up an hour. I don't know how that would make any difference as far as driving, like actual time and distance. Well, yeah, but you would get there an hour earlier. You can speed, too. And I can go like 20, 30 over if you wanted to. Where? On the road. Everywhere. Yeah. Can't speed. I don't speed. So anyway, so come on, Hagar, let's do it. And like yesterday, so you know, my dad's like, I'll call you today to let you know if we win, mm-hmm. we play at eight. If we lose, we play at two forty-five. And this is for tomorrow, okay? So all day today, I don't know whether or not I'm leaving immediately after the show to drive up to Panama City to watch my little brother play. So if they had won today, you know, I'm I'm driving after this show. So I am absolutely pulling for this kid to lose. And I want his team in the World Series for their baseball thing and their age group, I want them to lose. Because the game's not I, over right now? Because I don't want them to drive. I don't want to have to drive up tomorrow. That's selfish, but I would feel the same way. So I get a call from my dad, and he leaves a message. And he goes, we're getting our asses kicked. <laughs> it's 9 nothing. Don't even worry about coming up. You're saying yes. And I'm cheering. 
like when I hear the message, I jump up and down. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Thank goodness. <laughs> now tomorrow I can go watch play basketball and watch Superman Returns. Although, apparently the reviews are awful for Superman, so I'm da not Vinci going. Code. No, Superman Returns is a great movie. Uh, I'll stand it up and sucks. say maybe the best ever. Worst ever. Hey, so would your dad be mad if he knew that you were rooting that they would lose? Yeah. Baseball's it's so important. So, Matt, get ready to hang up. So you would be mad if he no, was, no, was on no, hold. No, 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 You'd be mad if he was holding right now. Don't. Sorry. Right, people are telling Remember me. Father's Day, he handed me a number. <laughs> people are telling me I'm an ass for that move. Listen, I understand. Plus, you know, they still have another game left at 2.45, but I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow, make it back in time for the show. Mm-hmm. I'll leave and I'll take tomorrow night off. No, I don't think so. If you yeah. want to, go ahead. Yeah, I man. can't. Bunny's going to be here for truth or dare. I can't miss that. There's too many uh, uh, Woody's walking around here right now, so we need to uh, you know, maybe weed some out. I didn't Matt, you can stay home, too. <laughs> we were told you have to. <laughs> um, but I, MySpace. I didn't think, though, that, I mean, I, thought, I understand there was kind of a selfish thing to do, but I didn't think it'd be too far off. And it, it is Panama City, is it six and a half hours, right, from Orlando? I, I didn't think it was that long. Yeah. I knew it was far, but... Getting about, up to that panhandle's crazy. Yeah. Driving overnights. Me and my cousin, Sam, <laughs> who's in town. Right before, Josh and Sam. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's not even yeah, a real go to movie. Canada. That's movie number 21 on my list. Hmm. Nice. All right, so I'm in the clear, though. I, I shouldn't feel too guilty about no. this. I would be the same way. Yeah, dude, you should feel guilty. You should feel guilty. Because all you're thinking about is driving, and your brother is probably crying his eyes out right now. And I mean, like, literally demoralized. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know my dad's the coach for the team, too, so that's partially why he would probably be mad. <laughs> but I, I know him. The game probably wasn't the game wasn't over because they were losing 9 nothing. They are getting their asses kicked. And Wait, so, he was coaching and he called you at the same time? I'm sure it was in between innings, and he was like, this team sucks. I'm just going to call Alex and tell him. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm just going to call Drew and tell him, don't bother coming up. I'm think- sure he even rubbed it in my little brother's face, too. Now your big brother's not going to be able to come see you because you guys suck. <laughs> I bet Keith Hernandez's brother never rooted against him to lose. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Keith Hernandez. I mean, Will Clark's family never did this. <laughs> we just thrown out left-handed first baseman? Well, I mean, Lou Whitaker never had his big brother rooting against him to fail. <laughs> I hear you in the back, Matt. I can hear that. Uh, you know, I am a selfish, awful big brother now that I think about it. The more I just stop and think how... My little brother's in the World Series... And I'm rooting for him to lose so that I don't have to go watch him. Dude, I don't think it's selfish. I, I You're think like it's selfish. Billy but... Ripkin, Cal's brother. <laughs> You're so not a sports guy. Why even just? Why run that? I don't know, Billy. Why? Why, Billy? Why? <laughs> you leave Cal alone. You let your brother Cal get a record. All right. Zone. Shut up. Let him win. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight. Hide it with billion J Dubs. Here's the thing though: instead of like rooting against him, couldn't you have just come up with an excuse? Oh, I got a promo meeting tomorrow. I won't be able to do it. As opposed to just please, I don't go to those anymore. Even he knows that. <laughs> the world knows that. We have a promo meeting tomorrow. I think. All right, Chunks. What's the, some of the big promotional things that we have going on with this so-called meeting? Uh, 
We're recovering. I didn't get the email. I know Wild Bill's got a lot to say. I'm I sure saw him does. downstairs. He goes, you guys sound great. <laughs> you sound great. He came in I the, know. He came into the office today. SBK and I were sitting in there. And he goes, I'm not interrupting anything, am I, guys? And I'm like, uh, no, go right ahead. And he, he zeroes in on me, and SBK realizes this, and he casually grabs his bag very slowly, SBK that is, and he, and he starts talking, and he just runs out of the room, <laughs> leaving me in there with this that maniac. Bolts. This is Wild Bill's he's a sales guy, and he's a very nice guy. He's a fan of the show. He loves the station. He's, that's just like when you have that annoying guy, uh, sometimes listener, that comes up to you and uh, starts talking to you and everything, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, uh, hey, have you met Chunks yet? Come on over. Yeah. Say hi. Hey, Chunks, this is blah, blah, blah. So SBK runs out and he's like, this is Big Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> here's Chunks. Hey, Big Dave, here's Chunks' phone number. Call him about your girlfriend. Uh, Amy tells me that um, Panama City Beach, probably about five hours tops to get there. Well, barely hit the road then. I feel a little guilty now. I'm telling you, you can speed, man. It's safe. Gonna... it's safe harbor. It's after 10. No, that's for radio, and even then it's not safe. Hmm. By the way, so should I call out a heretic now or wait till after the commercial break? A little, oh, a little, it. a little. You're having uh, just, some problems with the heretic? No, just hideout etiquette. Okay. And this is actually to save you, Dubs. Thank you. Do you have any idea of what I'm going to mention? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you next. Hey, get Polly on the phone. It's a hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Wrapping up Hour 3, Wednesday night. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. What's going on now? Oh, um... I want to thank, uh... We don't ever talk about ratings, but we had some positive movement. We're just, you know, just want to mention that you, the show you're listening to is uh, doing well, and just thank you for that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all because of you. And tell I tell your friends. I honestly believe that this show is nicer to their listeners than you know any other show out there. Yeah, I think. Um, we genuinely we, we got uh, a hair consider t- them friends. Yeah, we got hair tick up now, hanging out right now. And, uh, you know, just in time you want to come up, hang out, you know, watch the show, do whatever. With food. By the way, I thought you were bringing pizza. I'm Aww. a little disappointed. I sent my cousin out who's on vacation. So, anyway, but that wasn't what I was going to say. But on Friday nights, you know, we do the open door policy, mm-hmm. which is sponsored by Taco Bell. And we invite you guys to come up, and we want you to come up, hang out, be a part of the show, be somebody, like we always say. Now, the setup, for those of you who have come up before, you can even see it on realradio.fm, like the studio. I know where this is going now. You get the big studio where everybody congregates. Mm-hmm. And Dubs, right now, is in the big chair. He will go to your phone calls, and I, I am in the booth. But for the open door, Dubs doesn't really like to be around people. I, I'm, I'm less uh, radio-friendly. If I'm around people, I don't really, you know, I, I, I don't feel as comfortable. So being in the booth makes me feel a little bit more um, removed from everybody, and I'm able to do more radio things. Right. And it's not that I don't like being around the people. I, I love it when we're at the bar and everything. It's just when we're on the air, I like to be removed. 
So, I, somebody on the IM says, we give our listeners the most access than anybody else. Yeah. Because we respect you. You know, that's why, you know, when we do phone stuff, we want you to come correct with good phone calls because we know you can. You know, we know you're funny people. So anyway, during the open door last Friday, mm-hmm. everybody is to be in the main studio because that's where all the action goes on. Certain people like to hang out in the control room where Tommy is. That's where he runs the master board and screens the phone calls. Yeah, I think he likes some people back there, too. Like my chick will hang out back there if she mm-hmm. comes up for the open door. Usually the chicks will congregate back there. And maybe like a giant Brian or someone who's the original heretic and has been with us since you know day one. And for uh, those of you maybe first time tuning into the hideout, heretic means... Big listener, uh, interactive with the show, is a part of the show, basically. And sometimes you'll hear us mention their names, Lester mm-hmm. Big Hands, EJ from the U. Um, you know, they're always... There's a lot of very active ones out there who become a uh, very central part of the show. So, now the booth that I'm in now is where Dirty Jim will sit. Mm-hmm. It's where uh, Jack from the Phillips File. It's a very small, intimate room, essentially no bigger than a walk-in closet. Yeah. In fact, yeah, it is a walk-in closet for the most part. So, Dubs, during the open door, we switch back, and I'll go in and entertain the heretics in the big room, mm-hmm. and you'll come back into this booth. And another reason why we do that is uh, Hefe drives the bus. He uh, he does most of the setting up and everything. And I'm and, a ham. I like attention. I like being around the people. And Well, the thing is, uh, we have a little speaker in here that uh, will shoot from the booth into here so everybody in the studio can hear. During the open door, it's a little bit harder to hear that speaker, so uh, whoever's doing the majority of talking should be in here. Right. So anyway, one of the heretics takes it upon himself mm-hmm. to come and sit, even though there's plenty of room in the in the big room, to come and sit directly next to Dubs. Mm-hmm. This heretic we've mentioned a couple of times on air, so I'll just say his name, Link. Yes. Which I don't mind, Lincoln. We were having a good conversation during the uh, during the commercial breaks about the new NFL head coach. I, we were actually talking about it, having a good time. But when the show starts and everything, there's a reason why I'm back there, so I can feel comfortable talking on the air. How awkward was it for you? During the show, when we were doing... Because essentially it looked like you two were boyfriend and boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, and he was so hand- close to me. And he was it- sitting inches away from me, breathing on me. Like not even allowing. I cannot handle being breathed on. Not even allowing for the mo seat. Mm-mm. Like whenever you go to a movie with your buddy and you you put this the, the space me, between. Let me show you because, something. Because unfortunately you can't control yourselves and you're probably gonna put your hand in your buddy's lap. That's why you have to have the mo seat. Damn it! What's the problem? I lost my uh, my little adapter. Oh. On my thing. Somebody well, go. Let up. me let me show you something. These seats, they don't just stay there. They have wheels on them. They can move. But when I'm in that corner, I can't move. That means someone else who's sitting next to me has to move like a foot and a half over. Leave a little room so I'm not getting your your breath right on my cheek. And look, do we want to completely call him out? Or should we just remain being nice? Well, his breath stunk. I'll say that much, too. Link can tend to be kind of smelly. It wasn't his body. It was just his breath that was lingering on my neck. 
that smelled. And then you don't know what to say. Like, I'm like, do you want Chunks to say something to Link? And here's the problem. And I with, said no. Here's the problem with giving a lot of access. Okay. And then you kind of develop this friendship. And so when you do say something, you, you don't you, want to hurt feelings. You're looked at as an ass. You know, why you got to be mean? What, I can't sit in here with you in the booth? No, you can't. There's a reason why I'm in there. I feel very much more comfortable, able to throw in and uh, participate more when I'm in that booth. All right, so like when my chick came up early on Friday, she sat next to me. My cousin and, Sam is and, sitting next to me. By well, the way, that, that's why the chair was so close is because your chick was sitting right next to you. Sealing so, me up. So I have basically the same distance between me and Link than you, that you and your chick had, which was nothing. He might as well have been on my lap. Where the hell did that adapter go? Calm down over there, you big woman. Like my cousin. By the way, my cousin Sam, who's here, we have the exact same genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. His dad is obviously my dad's you know, brother, but his mom is my mom's sister. That's odd. It really is crazy. But even him, we have the exact same DNA genetic makeup. He is on the other side of this small room. Just because he knows... You and, know, and again, me and Link were having a good conversation during the break. But when we go back, well, sure, on the air, you're making out. I know. What? No, seriously, we might as well, Ben. All right, people. Are I saying, could have a stench right on my neck. And so, and here's the problem: How do you approach these things? This like day, this, <laughs> on the air, yes. uncomfortably, four days later or six days later. Chunks found my adapter. It's going to kill me. All right, I don't want people are now call, you know, IMing with their Link stories. I don't want to pile on to Link. And Heretic. I, I, always, I always tell people when they let other people in, I go, tell them to stay in the green room until the, the break, until like we go to commercial break. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's distracting. And a lot of times people will be told that, and then they'll just walk right in during the middle of the, the segment. Pisses me. No, I don't like that because it's distracting. Because I always see you, you turn your head and you lose track of what you're talking. The about. problem yeah, you could be into some kind of flow and then uh, it just throws a monkey wrench in there. I it. love the access that we give the listeners. And then people and I... walking from the main studio through the booth into back here and stuff during the show, and I don't know why they have the need to do that or taking phone calls while they're in the main studio. The problem is. Not everyone's a radio professional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so they, and we don't expect that. And we, we know we just got to explain. Maybe we come up with like a little hideout constitution. Just some basic rules to follow when you're up. And we've, we've thought about that a few times, but I don't want to make it too ruly where people are, you know, oh, I don't want to go up there. There's too many rules to follow and everything. Trust me, there's so little rules up here. I, yeah. to if me, management even knew half the stuff that was going on, which, by the way, wink, wink, nothing. It's not all okay. Thing. Right. We sit around and we quote passages. We yuck up from well, the Quran. It's not that it's rules, but I mean, I wouldn't go to someone else's office job and start walking around there, like that, through different see, office you know, rooms. That, that is kind of interesting. Essentially, consider this booth a cubicle where I am. Mm-hmm. So it's Dubs and Link sitting next to each other in a cubicle. Basically, I, and if I can't say this, in one of the batch booths. You know, we're sitting in one of the uh, the peep show booths together. It's what it looks like. There's a big piece of glass in front of you, and uh, you're sitting there with, uh, you know, ready to go. Rubbing knees. Got some quarters. Right. 
I might, all right, apparently you, Tommy, you posted some of this on hideoutheretics.net? I think I did months and months ago. I forgot all about it. Yeah, this came up before. Oh, with, wait, uh, that's C-Lane. Oh. I forgot C-Lane's running the Instant Messenger. EJ says we, we can come up to his office anytime. I'm sure we could. So my cousin Sam is here. I just ravaged him a second ago, and he's getting married in July. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I told him. I go, please, you don't want to hear about me in marriage. I'll talk you out of it, son. But Sam, I've talked, I've told the stories a couple of times where I would go to a farm and have to watch videos, the Left Behind series. Mm-hmm. And just basically worry about how I'm going to hell. Because Sam's a good, he's a very good guy. And he's a very Christian guy. But not like in your face, you know what I mean? He's just, it's like what I would consider a legitimate faith having person. The problem is he's come to our Central Florida to hang out with his bad cousin. You know, kind of the black sheep. And I'm wondering. Like, I want to show Sam a very good time while he's here. And mm-hmm. we have access to a lot of crazy stuff. But I don't know if he'd be comfortable with it. One call, and you're having the night of your life at, like, one of the best strip clubs in town. But I'm thinking, does he want to do that? And then am I... Do From not I- looking at his face, I think, yes, yes, he does. Because, you know, but and then part of it is, this is the kid that I've known and grown up with. I couldn't imagine him... Like, he didn't watch... Rated R movies till he was 20. Really? So wait, what are you? I don't... Have you ever... You can just shake your head yes or no. Have you ever seen pornography? Get that for For the use of pornography or just to watch it and laugh at it? I don't want to know that. Have you used it for this use? Stop! I, I want to no, know. I don't... I need to know what Christians got going on in their head. Have I can't you, I, do this. Yes or no? I can't do this. I can. And I got the yes. Thank you. Oh! Why is that nasty? By the way, he's Peanuts, uh, big brother. Yes. Oh, Tommy. Stop. Thank so you, Peanuts. Hot, Jay Dubs. You feel so good. By the way, I hear she's close to engagement too, what? which is a mistake. What? No. Does he really say your butt is mine? Yes. Yeah. Holy Christ. <laughs> so anyway, I gotta know. Um, maybe we'll talk to Sam in a second, see if he's open, because he's about to get married, and he's one of those guys that once he's married, he's gonna be married for life. No matter if he's miserable or not, mm-hmm. you know he's just gonna he's gonna stick it out. So part yeah. of me's thinking, man, maybe we should really show him a good time here in Central Florida. Maybe we introduce him to Bunny. Yeah, truth or dare. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Hey, what happens in Orlando stays in Orlando. It's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. All right, we're back in the hideout, Low Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's so funny, bribes work. How so? EJ from the U, he goes, uh, one of the better heretics who's talking about how great the listeners are. And he goes, you guys want Whataburger tomorrow? Hell yeah. Yes. And he goes, his chick's out of town, his parents are out of town, so he's kind of all alone, he wants to hang out. Which is one of the things. There's a great cat up here just coming up, hanging out in the hideout. No water burger. And he goes, mm-hmm. by the way, I also want to see Bonnie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for at least being honest and buying your way in with Whataburger. Bring some for my cousin, too, who's in town. And Don't gets, forget desserts. They have dessert there. Uh, that's great. Ron Bennington taught us dessert is part of the meal. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
So there's a lot going on here in the hideout, Dubs. NBA draft going on. For those of you just now tuning in, your Orlando Magic selected J.J. Redick. Who you don't find to be the greatest pick. I think they could have done better. Yeah. I He's a fantastic shooter. He's just so much of a liability on defense. Yeah, he's no Robert Cartwright. Right. <laughs> Stumbled through that name, didn't you? And... You know, I just, I don't know. I, I think they could have done better. I honestly do. There are a lot of athletic guys on the board, slashers. I understand you want a shooter, but I think it'll work out. I mean, it's, you know, he's a good player. He could be the next Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right. You even seemed uncomfortable saying Michael Jordan. Now you could, you just you just were set up. <laughs> At no. best, he's the next Steve Kerr. No, maybe Robert Pack. <laughs> Robert Pack? Don't tell me that Matt just pulled Robert Pack out of his bag of I don't names. Know. Matt's not even here. Right. <laughs> I hear him giggling. Yeah. Alright, EJ wants to know for how many people? Ten. Yeah. <laughs> I want some leftovers. Uh, Dubs, and fries. you've been talking about something for a very long time. What's that? A cell phone that keeps you from drunk dialing. I would love it. And uh, I've kind of built in my own filter for it, and I don't drunk dial anymore, but I was I was a just a terrible person about doing it. It's already hit Korea. LG releases a cell phone with a built-in breathalyzer. Did exactly we, what I said. We talked about this maybe ten days ago, but we've been talking about it for up to two years. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the perfect thing. You install that if you have a problem with uh, drunk dialing, and then uh, everything's taken care of. Ah. Damn it. Is he still looking for your adapter, Chucks? Yeah, he just hit his head on <laughs> I could hear that reverberate. They felt that in Deltona. He just is a genuine retard. It's like people are a man. He's like is a it, dog. Is it a bit? You know, this can't all be real. Care of. Ah. <laughs> awesome. Care of. Ah. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Junks. Care of. Ah. <laughs> Alright, here's how it works. Users blow into a small spot on the phone. If they've had too much to drink, the phone issues a warning and shows a weaving car hitting traffic cones. But essentially, too... Oh, so get the hell out of here. All right, so this... Hold on a second. I'm all backed up on this. What? What's going on? It just has the breathalyzer to keep you from drinking and driving. I thought it kept you from drunk dialing. Oh, wait a second. It also allows users to set up the phone so on certain nights, after a certain time, they cannot call certain people in their phone book, i.e. ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. I didn't even think about the fact of you can hang out if you've been drinking, you test yourself in your cell phone, and then be like, oh, mm-hmm. I would get pulled over. All right, this may be the greatest invention ever. I would buy Would Would you spend money on this? I definitely would. I, I feel like such an ass. Chunks his head while looking for my adapter, Here. right? Ah. <laughs> we have two things here. Where you can plug your headphones in. I had it plugged into the other one, can and uh, it came out of that one and was still stuck in there. So I'm looking, having them look all over the floor, and it's right in front of me. Whoa, sorry, red light. All right, here's the thing, and I'm not going to lie to you. 
I almost said that a second ago. Did you look in the other spot where you could plug in your headphones? <laughs> That's where it was. The such, whole damn time. Whoa, such an sorry, ass. <laughs> All right, got this on the instant messenger from Angel Jenny, Matt Albert's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think Matt is looking forward to tomorrow way too much. Kind of glad I won't be there with him and Bunny and Truth or Dare. I wonder if my cousin Sam will do anything with Bunny. She's hot, dude. Yeah, you have some fun. He says no. See, I have, this is the problem with this kid. He's got too many morals. I have my stuff planned out already. For truth or dare? It involves... Um... We get to place the diaphragm, right? <laughs> By the way, we brought that up to Catherine today. Like, just the fact that Matt has had sex with his girlfriend. They use a diaphragm, <laughs> and she just started laughing. Catherine, our program director. <laughs> Dubs throws out, what is it, the 1984? <laughs> She's just giggling away, laughing at your expense, fat boy. And she was horrified that you did not wear a condom. That's what's going on in our meetings with our boss. We're talking about your fat piece of lard ass. We're just talking about how much not, fun we're having. Yeah, not wearing a condom. All right, let me read you this email really quickly, because this chick's coming in tomorrow, Lana. <clears throat> Dear Hefe, let me start you off with an introduction. I'm 21 years old, white, and sadly I've never gotten any. I've been on a diet trying to improve myself, but I still remain alone. And from what I've seen with what you did with Matt, you can help people in situations like mine. So we are here to, as your 21-year-old virgin busters, the hideout. This is a chick or a dude? Chick. Oh. Uh, come on up. The main reason I'll why... i a blindfold. Now, this is very interesting. And we could act... Well... Just be cool until we at least get in here tomorrow. Okay. The main reason why I've never gotten any is because I'm embarrassed about my boobs. What's wrong with them? One is a lot larger than the other. I want to get surgery, but it's very expensive. The Quasimodo of breasts. Just Can we bri- get her in tomorrow, and then you could do it face-to-face? Like a bad bookshelf. <laughs> Just swinging it while she's ringing the bell. I was hoping maybe I could do a stunt or something along those lines to what Matt did for the God already did one on you. To maze money for the boob job. <laughs> Why not help one more person Agreed. feel good about themselves? Plus, there will be one more person with nice boobs walking around. It's crazy, but I love your show, and I thought my, I might give this a try. If anything, uh, you can get a laugh out of this. See, she's down with it. If you ever even read this email. She knows she's a freak. I love how people say, if you ever even read this email. We read all of them. I really don't. I do. Send your uh, emails over to me. J-Dubs, J-D-U-B-S. That's two B's and a hyphen. No, J-D-U-B-S, no hyphen, one B, at WTKS.com or at RealRadio.fm. And F-A has two F's. I hope to hear from you. Yeah, Rev9. Sons of bitches. What? I <laughs> I hope to hear from you. My number is... She's from the 321. Nice. She's Thank in Melbourne. You. Thank you, Lana. And she goes, P.S. I promise to use protection unlike Matt. <laughs> With a little smiley face. So she's going to come in tomorrow. We're going to take a look at her boobs and see what we can do. Yes, we have several techniques. I, I say we just studio. put her down. <laughs> Tape her to a tree. Right, take a shovel to her. I aiming awful things. Uh, my chick says her breasts have never been the same size. Mine aren't either. Not my my boobs. What? My chicks. 
Uh, well, normally, it's very rare that they even are. No. EJ he, from the youth throws out a stat, and I don't know if it's right, but he says one out of three chicks has non-identical breasts. Definitely. It's like your feet. Your feet are two different sizes. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Mine are the exact same. No, if you Dude, really measured. Something that freaked me out the other day because I'm such a, a freak about things being symmetrical. Mm-hmm. I was looking. At your boys? No, 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 no. My hands. And, like, the one of my index fingers is longer than the other. Yeah. And oh, I, I can see that from here. And I, just, and I just sit Ew. there obsessing about it. Oh, I would, freak. too. That is way longer than the other. Shut up! No, That's like an inch and a half. You know, I, a lot of the heretics said, I'm never going to shake Hefe's hand, and now I realize why. Like, seriously, a, f- a bunch of people have told me that. Oh, good. Phone home, ET. Phone home. <laughs> hey, you want to you wanna hear Lana when she tries her bra on? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't quite fit. You guys can't never. I mean, seriously. Hold on, Mavericks are on the board. Who are they going to take? I don't know. Let me see who's left. Sam Bowie. <laughs> Kirk Nowinski. Yeah. As our as our guy last night said, good job on that, Chunks. I still hate you. Supposed to have David way, Stern on pre Yeah, and David Stern calling us? 13 minutes. Otherwise, you get punished like nobody's business. Oh, let me see who we're looking to get. There's a lot of good guys still left on the board. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about this. Oh, man. Uh... Anti-Matt says 21 and can't get some. Who is that, Hooch? Oh, no, can't be is, that bad. She has a new gay boyfriend. Garabo? Hmm. Yeah, check under MySpace. Love affair going on there. Someone likes onions. <laughs> Can you imagine that awful, just dirty, nasty rubbing? Banging Humpty Dumpty over there? Sickening. Well, according, Looking around, seeing that big crack. According to that people, crack has to go halfway up her back. All right. According to people that I've never met before until recently, we all had crushes on her, and we've all tried to have sex with her if we already haven't. Yeah, the human dinner roll. <laughs> I met this girl at a birthday party, and she's like, oh, you work at Real Radio? And then she goes, do you know so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. She was, She said she had sex with all you guys. It's like, mm. Never mind her propositioning drunky at a live broadcast. Propositioning chunks. No one will bite on that. Everybody. Seriously. I do it really well. Shut up. Who cares? Not interested. Go hang out with the boys from Jack FM. They'll ignore you too. Christ almighty, I hate her. Finally. On air, you're always like, be nice. Well, whatever. And then she's going around (laughs) starting websites and stuff. Yeah. Eat it. Eat it. Well, she will. <laughs> She'll yeah. eat anything. Wrong, hand. wrong choice of terms there. Hey, ch- is Chunks... You're crushing rocks in the quarry. Hold on a second. Hold on. What's going on? They're picking? Oh, they picked. Who did they pick? Maurice Ager. Maurice Ager from Michigan State. He slipped all the way down to 28? Good pick. Yes! That's actually someone I know. Not personally, but, but I've Michigan watched. State guy. Yeah, I've watched him a lot. He's a good player, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know him. Mavericks got him? All right, good people pick. are going crazy on my message board. My Mavericks message board. Isn't he like the second coming of Robert Thorpe? You know why? Why, why, why? Robert Thorpe? That's just what I've read, you know, on my uh, basketball magazines I get at home. 
I know Hooch is the lighted bottom in of uh, Yokozuna. Hate her. That's why. Third what? member of the Natural Disasters. Oh, right. Stenchquake. <laughs> Fat, smelly bitch. All right, come on. I'm tired of her. Whatever. There's no reason to take it to that level. I will. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104. Stop. Did Anti Matt send you his joke? I don't want to pick on her, more, any, her anymore, but that is maybe the funniest joke I've ever seen. Let me see. I'll send it to you on the instant messenger. You're in the hideout. It is a. Uh, yeah, send it over. It is a Wednesday night. 407 916 1041 Christ, that guy's hilarious. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, it just happened to be in the log. Mm-hmm. It's a total accident that I made happen. Alright, Dub, so the breathalyzer cell phone, I didn't realize they already had it in Korea. We need to hop on that. Yeah, it needs to be over here. Why is everything going over there first? Can I invent it all? You know what I'd really like? Mm-hmm. To have people, if they're going to drunk dial, call us first. First of all, if you're drunk, I'd love for you to call the show regardless. But then secondly, if you wanted to give us a number of the person you wanted to drunk dial, and we could have that conversation on the air, it'd be so much fun. <laughs> right, everybody with the rolling on the floor laughing with that joke. It is really, really good. I'm very interested, Chunks. Who are the Knicks going to take? And where's your boy, David Stern? I see him on the podium. Is he calling in in the next five minutes? He's supposed to, otherwise you're getting punished. He'll probably call in right after this pick. I know he didn't do the second round, and the first round's ending now with this other abortion of a pick by the Knicks. Look at the Knicks fans just yelling. Shaking their heads. Who? Marty out of everybody left. Isaiah Thomas is purposely running that franchise <laughs> into the ground. No, he's a genius. Who is that kid? Do they really need another guard? Mm-hmm. They already have Stefan Marbury and Steve Francis. Took the words right out of my mouth. And don't forget <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Oh, my. Who's next? Vinny Del Negro? Shut up. You're such an ass. <laughs> Genuinely. Chunks, how do you feel about your Knicks over Who's there, Who's next after that? Vernon Maxwell? Christ. What are you thinking over there, Chunks? With your team of shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt's favorite drop now. Yeah, it is a good one. He looks angry now. Chunks, are you mad? <laughs> you, no. fa- you guys have selected two guys on the board that is l- they're literally... I think second rounders. To rebuilding you. It's a all right, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to rub it in or anything, but my goodness, how about them Knicks? So when's David Stern calling us? Uh, hopefully a couple minutes. He better call, dude. I don't see him on the line. You have three minutes. You better go check on that. Hey, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Apparently, anybody else keeping up with the World Cup besides my, Matt and myself? No, nope, yeah, but yeah, I, I, saw, I, I saw a statistic. Only 6% of Americans keep up with the, uh, with the World Cup. Oops. I'm all over it. As a native Brazilian 
and uh, Italian. Yeah, but Brazil's making some key mistakes. They, they need to... <laughs> sea Lane tickled me. They need to bench Ronaldo and put Rubinho what? in. What do you mean Sea Lane tickled you? That's why I was laughing and the only reason why. But like I said, they need to bench Ronaldo and put in Rubinho. They both play at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but Rubinho's so much better. He can, Shut up. And Ronaldo just gets in the way. Such an ass. Ah. Uh, Czech Republic God. So, anyway, regardless, I see that the Germans are running out of beer. Because those drunkard British guys mm-hmm. are constantly... Uh, just drinking and starting fights and stuff. At the World Cup? Yeah, at the World Cup. And I was wondering, do you like to drink at a sporting event or a concert? Uh, yeah, at the beginning. But I don't like to take it too far. You know, I'll, I'll have a few just to kind of get in the, the mood of uh, the concert and moshing or whatever I plan on doing that night. But I, I won't keep it going through the concert. It's like a pre-drinking before the music starts. I used to hate being like having a drink when I was at a concert or at a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Now maybe because I'm a drunkard, uh, I love it. It's I really do like the idea of going out and enjoying the music, feeling the music after having a little alcohol. And the same thing with a sporting event. More and more, man, going and sitting at a baseball game and drinking some beer and eating some peanuts just sounds like a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. But baseball is I... definitely the place to do it. Probably more so than basketball. Football, I don't know. Football depends on where you're sitting. Do you drink on game days on footballs, uh, well, football season? Oh, yeah. I start early. And then I take a nap after the four, uh, after the uh, 1 o'clock game because that's the only game my lines get. They never get the night games. Why not? You because guys are great. We have terrible records. The Knicks of the NFL. Year. Who did you guys select in the draft this year, Dubs? Ernie Sims, <laughs> which I got in the second round on my NFL on, head coach game. Who was left on the board? Matt Leiner. Hmm. Never heard of him. Oh, wait, didn't he win a Heisman Trophy? Mm-hmm. Hmm. In a national championship. Who needs that on your team? No. Who needs a winner, a proven winner? <laughs> the last thing you want. I almost won a second one for him. Chunks, it's 1030. Where's David Stern? Oh, he's on the podium. He's not calling into the hideout. I'll give him till he gets off the podium. No. Uh, may, that's where I want the call to be from. Madison Square Garden oh, at the podium. It'll be in Madison Square Garden. I really want this to work out, so I'm going to give him a chance here. I'll give him three minutes leeway. Do you want to go to break and then come back? Do we have to break again? Uh, we can either go for ten more minutes, or we can break right now and go a little bit long at the end. Did you say three or four breaks this hour? We have three. three. We can do either. Just up to you. All right, let's take a break. I want to give Chunks a chance. Plus, I want to read up on my newest Maverick. I yeah. wish the English uh, team would, would give themselves a chance. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. pummeled with Beckham not running at striker <laughs> and Cole lacking the speed on the pitch. I mean, it's just it's awful. Go to break now? Okay. Yeah, please. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It looks like on hold, David Stern, commissioner of the NBA. Really? After last night's screw-up, you got us a commissioner of the NBA. This makes up for it. 
All right, Dubs, welcome into the hideout. Always David. a pleasure to be here, fellas. How are you? This is Commissioner David Stern. Yes, sir. Of the NBA. Of the NBA. How do you like the pick so far? How's Madison Square Garden? They're not too happy with uh, the New York picks, but that's to be expected. They pretty much crapped out tonight. Yeah, the Knicks suck. Well, they're rebuilding, but they don't want to admit it. But I don't think they helped themselves tonight too much. But, hey, what do I know? I'm only the commissioner. <laughs> so do you have a favorite team, Commissioner Stern? Well, right now I guess you'd have to roll with the Miami Heat. But, uh, you know, there are so many good teams, so many high-scoring offensive teams that keep the fans excited. It's tough to pick one. Commissioner David Stern, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Uh, I usually go over the uh, what teams are well above the luxury tax and figure <laughs> out uh, how much of a raise I can get myself the next year. <laughs> Alright, who is this? Who's Sounds David like Stern, dude? Who, who's on our phone? David Stern. Chunks, who is this? David Stern. <laughs> Commissioner of the NBA. Commissioner of the NBA. Commissioner of the NBA. Just because you repeat it doesn't mean <laughs> it's it. Fellas, it's been a long night, some questionable picks, and my neck is kind of tired from looking up at those big guys all night. What can I do for you? Hey, don't leave him hanging. Yeah. Seriously. You're a fan of the NBA, Hafe. Uh, ask do him you, questions. Uh, do you follow any other sports? I'm a hoops guy. <laughs> my life is hoops. I used to be into professional wrestling a little bit, but, you know, it wasn't realistic enough. So I pay my, uh, I guess most of my free time is devoted to the league. How about you guys? Um, Wrestling, I guess, just like you. We could be buddies. What Maybe is NBA? We could tag team someday. What do you think? Okay, that's gay. And I don't know who this is, and it's not Commissioner Stern. <laughs> it's Commissioner Stern of the NBA. Of what the is the NBA? NBA? What is the NBA? National Backgammon Association. <laughs> he actually does something else, but he's a real big fan of the NBA too. Ask away, fellas. He'll answer any question he wants. He knows a lot about the NBA as well. The other NBA. You're kidding me. No, man, he's cool. I've been talking to him all day. He's a really cool dude. And his name's David Stern. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I hate you. Sorry. You From said... From the NBA. From the NBA. That's him. Ask him questions about basketball. He's a big fan. He's cool as hell. What do you want to know, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> We're actually got... going with the idea of raising the rim next season because <laughs> there's just too much dunking going on. What do you think of that? He's viable a... or not viable? He's asking a legitimate question now. What the hell's going on on my show? Dude, you said David Stern of the NBA. This is David Stern of the NBA. What can we do to get back to basics? He means it. it. He wants to know what's going on. What are you doing, Hafei? What what do you think? Hafei, you you keep going, David, as long as you want. Hafei, what are you doing? Oh, put down the stick. What? Dude, you said David, he's a cool guy. Ow! He can talk about basketball. Ah, stop! Uh, you don't want me to talk about backgammon, do you? you want no. Me to talk about Go ahead. And honestly, me being a Knicks fan. Oh, oh come on. You hung up on him. That was David Stern. That was David Stern of the NBA.
Looked him up in the phone book this morning. You will get punished. <laughs> Why? Dude, it's David Stern of the NBA. That's uh, all wait, he hold said. On. Hold on. He knows about basketball, and he was willing to talk about all the picks. Technically, he is right. He knows about all the picks, too. He would have talked about whoever you wanted to. He's been researching all day. He's been watching the draft. He just got done. If we call him back, he'll talk to you about basketball. Do you want to talk to him he's got again? a side hobby. Which is backgammon, but no! it's David Stern. I wanted David Stern of the NBA, the National Basketball Association. You gotta be a little bit clearer next time. <laughs> no, wait, hold on, Hefe, hold on, dude. Please. He followed the rules. He did follow the rules, Hefe. What do you mean clearer? What is it you said? Yes. That's what she said. Please, for the love of God, I did shoulders today. This guy's cool. <laughs> He's willing to talk about basketball if you'd like. He's a cool guy, dude. He listens to Stern, Owen, A, Ron and Fez, all those guys. Ow! <laughs> he was a good caller. Yeah. Good New York guy. From New York. Ow! Damn it. What? Ah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is here. I don't. I don't get it. Dubs, you honestly, I can't get mad at you right now. He was funny too. If you lied your ass off, I could get mad at you and. Say that he was a no-show and everything, then I could get mad at you. But he you did deliver on what you promised. He was funny, too. Contributed to the show. Stern is in the NBA for the NBA draft, one of the most successful commissioners of the NBA. Yes, he is. <laughs> I think he's the only commissioner for the NBA. Probably. For back I... And he's in New York for the NBA draft. He was watching it on TV. I wanted someone to talk basketball. He could talk about basketball! Basketball, too, you didn't give him enough time. And he could talk about basketball. He's a big basketball fan. He was asking me about Orlando. He's like, oh, you guys are going to screw it up. What the hell are you guys thinking down there? And you got me badminton? Batgammon. And he was going to talk about basketball. He's a basketball fan, too. He's multi-talented. I don't, I don't see what the hell is the problem. He's a cool guy, okay. man. Uh, I was talking to him all day. Maybe I am wrong. Punish. Now, the, come on. I've said, I fulfilled the, the, the thing, and he was entertaining. He had a lot to say, and he could have talked about basketball. Hold on. Uh, on the phone right now, we have another celebrity. Vince McMahon of the WWE. What's up, Vinny Mac? Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> what's up? Hey, I just uh, heard that a uh, fake commissioner called in. This is uh, Vince McMahon of the WWE. Just, uh, I thought maybe you'd have some interview questions left over that you want to ask Vince McMahon of the WWE. Um, uh, wh what do you see yourself doing in the future? Oh, it's a lot more whirlpools here at the uh, World Whirlpool Enterprises. <laughs> we uh, pride ourselves of being the number one whirlpool, you know, sellers. I like steroids. <laughs> That's Vince McMahon from the WWE World Whirlpool That's a, yeah, Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four.
I think punish. No, why? I say we put I, it up please, to a vote. I'm tired. I work very hard, and I because got David Stern to the NBA. Normally, it would be no question, but he did follow the rules. I say vote. He what was entertaining. Rules? He he knew a lot about basketball. We <laughs> just gave him a shot. The rules. Uh, David Stern of the NBA, he did deliver on that. Do I have to say basketball? I really, I had to say basketball. Somehow you inferred badminton. I'm stupid, remember? I'm a dumb guy. I'm not too bright. I don't know what's going on. NBA. All right, tomorrow, EJ from the News bringing in Whataburger. Mm-hmm. You're getting what a, what a butt burger. Oh, come on. Dude, I didn't. Dubs, please. <laughs> I, I, I've done all I can, man. I did. You're on your I own. attempted to do something that would be good for the show too. It'd be funny. The guy was funny. Hey, he seemed great. He wasn't what I wanted. This I, is two nights in a row. You are now one for three. No, 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 no. You said David Stern of the NBA. Okay, you can keep repeating yourself over and over. He's got one point. He's a Republican. You know, just okay. He Rogue. was entertaining, and he could have talked about basketball. He watched the draft. With sound. <laughs> you wanted someone to talk. You Can wanted, we break? You wanted David are we, are we, Stern. Do we have to go all the way to the end? To talk all about the, the NBA. Which he would have done. He would have gladly done it. He's a good, good guy. He's kind, intelligent, and he likes sports. All right, get him on the phone. You want him back on the phone? All right. I hate him. In the meantime, let's talk to Bunny in the 407. Hey, Bunny. Hey, I'm happy. How are you? I'm awful right now, sweetie. What about me? How are you, Dub? Not bad. No one cares about Dubs. Why? Or his sidekick, Chunks. I was calling because I do care about Chunks, and I was saying that you guys shouldn't torture Chunks just because he still got him from the NBA, and he... Just because he tricked you doesn't mean you can torture him. Ah, uh, Bunny, but here's the thing. He's let me down two nights in a row. He are, didn't let you down. Are you coming in tomorrow? I'm coming in tomorrow. Do you think we Bring my can... boxing gloves, then. Yeah. As long as you don't, don't make gloves. Chunks eat a nasty butt burger. Well, I don't mind making Chunks eat a nasty butt burger. Damn it. All right, all right. You're being held hostage all right. by Bunny. Damn you, Bunny. What the hell? Great ass. What side are you on? All right, I won't do anything. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. All right, I'm still doing something. She's not going to know either way. She'll just think, hey, remember last time you called in and said you wouldn't come in unless I tortured him? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it. Bud Selig was on the line. We missed him. (laughs) You guys. I just don't I want to get the real story from Chunks, though, how he found this guy. If it really was David Stern, or if he just had someone call in and say I think I've actually Stern. heard of that guy before. I, for two seconds, thought it was Crazy Wild Bill from Sales. <laughs> That's who I thought it was. How'd you find that guy? Did you Google NBA and David Stern to see if you got any matches in the phone book? Possibly. <laughs> and one magical person popped up. The first guy I called. It was close, though, because he accidentally disconnected me. I thought, oh, he's blowing me off. But then he said, I'd love to go on, talk about the NBA. I was like, cool, man. Do you follow basketball? He's like, yeah. 
been watching the draft. I think I'm really excited. What do you think about the Magic? Oh, you know, I don't know if they're going to get anyone that good. What do you think about the Knicks? Oh, you know, they'll probably just blow it like they usually do. We got enough trash. We got to get. You know rid what? Of. He has a. Uh, he's batting a thousand right now. Why? Well, uh, Magic did, uh, and the uh, Knicks blew it. He knew what he was talking about. You... Hold on, Bud Selig, you're back in the hideout. Hey, this is uh, I'm from the NFL. It's Paul Tagliabue. Oh, Paul Tagliabue. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm from the NFL. Uh, I just think it's a travesty what's going on at that uh, station up there. Let me let me ask you one of the questions on here. Sure, um, shoot. Um, do you have a favorite team? Uh, I don't really watch sports. <laughs> what do you mean? Why you not? I just don't have the uh, time. I'm very busy with the NFL. The NFL is a sport, isn't it? What? The NFL is a sport, isn't it? What's the NFL? National Financial Legislators. <laughs> We've got to keep Maryland in line. They're just, uh, they're just going crazy out there, and uh, we need to reel them back in. Uh, you have any other non-sports related questions? No, thank you, Paul Tagliabue. Well, screw you then. <laughs> I'm so disappointed right now with my crack staff. You thought, uh, you thought it was gonna be gold for you. I feel bad. Look at him get proud of himself because he got somebody from badminton. <laughs> Just someone with an accent. So, I got a Stern from New York on. It's a backgammon. Whatever. You shut up, you big fat baby. <laughs> Damn intern, who asked you? Uncle Buck. Okay, just give me the fist pump. <laughs> what does that even mean? Go away. There's a thumbs up. Whatever. Thumbs are up. Couldn't see it. Your doughy flush. Does kind of look like uh, Mike Utley. All right, I'm ready to go home. Why? Are we in the show now? No. We got to sit here for the next four minutes so I can sit here in my shame because of what my staff does? Tony in the 407 has a punishment for chunks. What is it? Yeah, what you got to do, man, you hurt a man in his pocket, dude. What you do? What you do? You hit him right in that man muscle sucker, then he can't make any money this weekend. <laughs> That's true. Come here, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> Gary Bettman. Hey, this is Gary Bettman from the NHL. <laughs> What's up, Gary? Hey, just to be listening to show, I really enjoy it. Oh, nice. Uh, you mind if I ask you one of these questions we have here? Oh, uh, sure. Man, from the um, NHL. What do you think of the uh, officiating in the finals? Uh, what finals? Uh, the NHL. It just happened. Uh, the final hockey uh, for hockey. Oh, no, no. We don't do hockey. What does the NHL stand for, then? Uh, National Hunting League. We like to shoot animals <laughs> right in the head. The more blood, the better. That is a sport, A lot of times I'll dance with the corpse. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick my foot in and go, look at me, I got a, got a deer shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Then I'll shoot my foot off and then dance around. And go, Ooh, I lost that, foot. I, I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know you what's You want to go happening. hunting? All right, can you please get off the phone? <laughs> Commissioner of the NHL, dude, has some respect for him. National Hunting League. No, it's league. still the NHL. Why did I get juiced by my own crew? <laughs> juiced? I haven't heard that term in a little bit. Yeah, OJ and his punk show. Mm -hmm. You've been juiced. Chunks, you proud you did something good for the show? Oh, I got to... Got to Stop, got to. don't even... <laughs> Tomorrow your punishment. I, I, why? Dude, I shouldn't get punished. 
Honestly, I shouldn't. I'm thinking basketball enema. Dude, I, what? <laughs> How's that possible? We'll figure it out. I tried being creative, innovative, you know, insightful. You can't just throw out adjectives or verbs and think it's going to get over. Why? They work so well. Nouns. All right. I really want to go now. I'm pissed. <laughs> what? David Stern of the National Badminton. Badgammon. Badgammon. Sport over 5,000 years old. Hmm. This is the oldest game in the world. And that means what to me? I don't know. What does that have to do with the NBA? I'm just throwing you a little uh, badgammon <sighs> trivia. That I learned from Lost. Is that honestly from Lost? Drew G over in the WOCL, what do you got? Hey there, uh, this is Drew G from WOCL. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd call in, answer any questions you might have. <laughs> May as well be working for him. That kind of stellar producing. I really... Why did I think I was going to be talking to David Stern of the <laughs> you were. National Basketball Association? <sighs> Thank you. Honestly, your punishment tomorrow. Dude, come Which on! Which sport would you like it to derive from? Please, well, dude, I, I shouldn't love... get punished! It... What was the what game? What did I do wrong? Bagmitten? <laughs> Baggammon. What are they... How does that sport work? It's a board game. Yeah. Mental, some luck. Okay, then tomorrow we insert all of the characters from the board game. Oh, come on, dude! Actually, they're just little pieces. Kind of like checker pieces. You were talking about the Nash, the basketball guy. He's on TV. That wouldn't have worked. I mean, he's on the TV right now. I mean, he's, he's on TV. Dude, I you impressed with yourself? No, I'm just saying. What are you going to do to make this better we'll make 20 better. hours from now? Dude, I contributed. Because if you don't have something stellar tomorrow... It's Thursday. <laughs> Chunk's Fat Man Diary. Who's in stellar? That's not going to help. Not stale. Not something I can nap during. What if I gave you a two-parter? <laughs> Ooh, a special edition. Where I make it extra long, where I take two different episodes and put them together. And create staple one big ball of suck. Yeah, staple it right down the middle. <laughs> Chuckles and laughs for all. What does that even mean? Yeah, it means people will chuckle and laugh. All. So tomorrow, to make everything better, Chunks is going to wrestle an Amtrak train. <laughs> I can't... I die. Ooh, ooh, I'll give you some moves. I, I'm not going to beat an Amtrak train. Bad gammon enema. That's isn't, it bad, isn't it bad enough my head's killing me from trying to find the adapter? I can't see out of my left eye, for God's <laughs> sakes, and I'm serious. Honestly, there's a big blur in front of my left eye. The right one's not going to do much better. <laughs> hey, all Tef I heard during that segment after it was David Stern, you're on the air, is... Ah. 
was very painful and traumatic. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what, then. Here's how I forgive you. If you do that 17,000 more times, then I'll call it even. <laughs> I'd probably die by then. Mm. I, can't, I can't kill myself. Then you obviously can't make up for what you've done tonight. <laughs> Does, Ben. I, I, I've, I've done all the helping I can do between you and the hefster. But I need the, the cool dad to help me out. Well, that's not going to help. So Hefe's the mom? No, you know. Other dad. My two dads? Hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking that. All right. You're like Stacy Keen then. <laughs> Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shadowbrook middays. Phillips fall in the afternoon. Hideout minus chunks. Back tomorrow at seven. Be somebody. Always talk good. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit your big whore. Go ahead. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. We're here. 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 We're Not interested. I, I five thousand.